0: Love Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. Time for us to start winning is now. Now, now, now Hey, they don't like us,
1: we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? And right? And right? alright.
2: At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in '35 that you got to do now in 2018.
3: I do not see no holes on this ball.
1: You got to run the ball.
3: ball. The left
0: side. Here we go.
4: stop the running. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for
1: David Harrison early, early. Early. And you got to pressure the passer. Wentang's in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Burnett. Burnett, Burnett. There are two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell
0: Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. Touchdown. Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the
4: planet, The
0: Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are Black Friday.
4: Welcome to the New York football giants,
2: Carl Barkley, a.k.a. The Golden Child.
4: <laughs> do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Not
3: really? Because
4: but do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock,
3: J-Rock. We're going 16-0. Uh, 16 and huh 16 and bro. How
0: dare you say anything worse? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? How about your mind? <laughs> you, know, you know
3: we just drafted to the Messiah. Holy, I the Messiah. one and only. Shake Montana, huh? Now, if that man was a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana? like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do
4: it! You don't do it! You don't do it! Now here is your host, Shakes Montana. Black Friday. Black
0: Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. Black Friday. <laughs>
5: tuned into the one of the most dangerous shows on the whole network. When we host today Black Friday, on the day of Wednesday, we're going to get into it earlier and often. The number for those who don't know to call in is 914-205-5796. I repeat, 914. Or your code man one four two zero five five seven ninety six. Also we have the chat open for those who want to participate, log in and chat away. So we got some information here today for us here. Yeah. One of the ones Wednesday as we wait for the fellas controlling us. Uh, let's see right here one. It's on some teams. No teams can so, um, ultimately we're coming up to, uh, the trade then. I don't know what it's like.
0: so yes. okay. What's going on?
5: All right, so, uh, officially, 14 November, November the 2nd, 2021. that is the, um, trade that for the NFL company um, so we really, got some things shaking and moving uh, also to be noted for our you know another giant giant did allocate some money um, I think they got about 2 million or you change but they were um, structured on blue blaze there it's long analogy the thing. uh so they converted some of that into some
0: cash
5: and i believe they want to uh, sign some people so they knew some cuts are coming as we are also trying to unload some people um, definitely it seems like from what troy is telling us they want darius satan to fuck up out of here um chase himself again he said they called kc so he's telling him they said they called kc they say, hey man, you want 86? Hey man, I got 86 in the mix. Come man, ain't nobody want 86, cut him
0: though.
5: they put him up for him on that Now we do Save my assets. You know what I'm saying? You just been trying to do some shit like that. You don't want to look for the and you're hurt, you're that it's making. Now over the 71 on top trade here. But, uh, I would love for them to trade it and move on to other engines. You know what I'm saying? I would love for it like, to happen. But, you know, when you're doing shit like trading Stephon Gilmore for like a fourth round pick and shit like that, you see what's really happening right here. You know what I'm saying? So, according to, um, this is NFL.com right here, too. I'm going to say that, um, they don't trade that much son stuff on Wilmore to the Carolina Panthers for a 2023 six-round pick. Ooh. They want to get that contract the fuck up out of there. That's what they really wanted. You know what I mean? They want to get that boy above that contract. That's what they really wanted out there. I see NC Found kind of more here and then my bone played the b I play. Okay. I see, I think I got the hot spot on in like, Okay. So it looks like um the New England Patriots then traded my son, Stephan Gilmore, to the Carolina Panthers, and I repeat once again for a twenty twenty three. 2023 six round pick, and that may be some traditional shit the way it's looking to me. But, uh, judge, we couldn't call for that. Oh, my bad. We ain't got no money. We're gonna spend all the money. I ain't gonna sit here and hold you, judge. Abrams, I know. Y'all couldn't do nothing. We ain't no money. All right, so it's looking like, um, uh, they're bolstering up over there in Carolina. It looked like them DBs is looking crazy over there. So that DB the unit, that whole room looking for Um, We used to think we had a good room over, you know, over here. With the Giants. Over the um, it looks like Carolina is, is taking over.
0: They're taking over.
5: Man. Oh, man. It looks like the Carolina Panthers are loaded at the cornerback position. Um they currently acquired my son, Stefan Gilmore, which puts him in the room with Dante Jackson, one of their new uh, sensations. I would think technology. Uh CJ Henderson also uh, um AJ Boyer, Hassan Melvin, and uh don't forget first round pick, JC Horn who's currently on IR who will be back this season. I repeat that room is loaded. That room is loaded for those who don't uh understand the nature of that. That room is loaded. Um so it looks like you know with this we're looking to lock down some of these premier wide receivers so they can have some cash rush up front. by burns and them boys getting you busy. Um, I can smell what you're cooking over there. I smell it. Competition. Uh I smell it. I smell it, man. But, um, honest truth is, man, you know, it's just time, man. it's about time this whole team, man, went low. You know what I'm saying? What's the head coach, man? What's the name of that boy with the big old head? Let's see. He? So, hold on. up. I'm on top of this here, boy. What's that boy mean? Mm-hmm. Let's see what, the name what, Mr. Matt Rule? Uh, and you remember during the process that uh, Mr. Matt Rule, we uh, actually wanted him to be um, one of our candidates to be coach, and um, it seemed like um, he favored the money. Must be the money, motherfucker. Yes, must be the money. Axe Dion, here, All right, so. Ultimately, you know, that's a nice win. That's a nice win for Carolina. I like that. I like that. They're getting better, man. It's, 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 you know, yeah. we need Carolina to be good, you know, because we didn't think they were going to be good after, you know, the win. They let Cam go. All those places are gone. Now they got Matt Willie in here He's bringing in the whole units. All of his favorite, favorite players making all star teams and shit. It. Um, so, you know, we'll see if, if that translates to wins. On um, to other news. Um, it seems that oh I thought we had a shot at this one. A little too many. Maybe the that off maybe. Um it seems that the uh especially with the upcoming game <laughs> versus the New York Football Giants, the Dallas Cowgirls have let go of Jalen Smith, aka J Rockborn's son much um, uh this is reported by Ian Rappaport. um he was um actually swooped up real quickly by the uh Green Bay Packers shout out to the Packerheads, cheese head out there not in the box with the cheeses um, so it, it, it seems like this dude was swooped up quick he, he didn't last on the market too damn long. you know what I'm saying um. And they're finalizing the deal currently. Um so I, I like that. I like that. I think he actually fits in the with that court over there. Let me see. Let me see who they have in the roster. Real quickly before I bring in this caller to join me. Um it looks like on the roster currently they have mm-hmm. I'm trying to see where the outside guys are oh, okay. Tyrese Burns. Hmm, Orin Burks. Oh, Devon Campbell. I remember him from the Falcons. Ty Summers. All
0: right.
5: You know. Jonathan Garvin. Yeah, he was. Eh, he was more of a price rushing kid, but I get it. They needed some of that running tackle. They needed some off-the-ball linebackers. You understand that? Uh, but real quick, let me bring in this caller. Uh, I believe this is my brother Lou from Jersey. What's going on, Lou? It is. Yes.
4: Good evening. How
5: are you, sir? All
0: right.
4: Are you about? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, been a good week in the New York area. I mean, you know, Jets won their first game, uh, Giants won their first yeah. game, so at least we're at least uh, things are looking a little bit better than they were, you know, in the past few weeks. Zach was on his yeah. game. If we only had more games like that we'd be fine. Only tell you one thing that why uh Tammy Boy from the last three seasons couldn't do anything for us. And all of a sudden he goes to Carolina, Oh, he's having the best season of his career. I got two words to say about that. Fight me.
2: Yeah. Well not yeah, me. You know, you know how that goes, man. New scenery, you know. New stuff, new artillery, new toys. Get a little bit more um I think also, yeah. you know, after after a while of losing for a long time, Lou, you be you begin to feel unappreciated, especially when you're on the bad team. Oh
4: yeah. I know I do. <laughs>
2: And and um, it didn't it didn't help him that he caught mononucleosis, and you know pretty and much a too. good portion of the. I mean, season. I
4: thought it was kind of ridiculous. I mean, he's, you know, he's past his, you know, he's past the peak for that, and he got like what in his early twenties. I mean, you should be getting. Like, about, yeah. I think he was a bit late for that. He came up mono, and then he sort of yeah, yeah, for...
5: he, he... <laughs> he sort of goes.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah, you know, you know, quarterbacks he go sometimes, though it not but you know the problem. The problem with it is
2: is that um, I think after a while, you know, they have to get that whole tenure out of there. See, you know, even right now with Zachy Boy over there, he's um, he's, he's coming into his own. You know, it's going to happen. He's going to eventually grow, right? But they needed a That's whole other regime. Yeah, but they needed a whole other regime over there because you know you guys
5: are stinking that bad, stinking up the place. But yeah. fumbles
4: and everything. Well, new coach. New quarterback, new everything. I mean, chemistry does take time to develop too.
2: Yeah, and hopefully, you know, you get a healthier line next year,
5: right? Because uh, you know, you got your, your whole right tackle is banged up. He's gone for the season. My son Makai Beckman. So you know, you know, you get hopefully you get back a healthier squad. And, you know, uh, add some pieces in the off season. But um, there's still a lot
2: of I'll football let you see to play. before I die. So
4: he...
5: <laughs> there's still a lot of football to play though, though, So you know, this kid got a lot more experience to game.
4: Right. Who y'all got but, coming up next? When you've done when you've done bad for so long, you know it, it's like a pattern, you know that just doesn't, you know, improve.
0: Mhm.
5: Who y'all yeah, got coming up next? Let me see. The Jets, Jets, Jets. Scott. Who y'all got?
4: Just play Atlanta this week. This should this should be. Oh, Atlanta, runs. Atlanta. Ooh. Oh, y'all
5: come yeah. y'all come to Atlanta. All right, so the the Jets will be here in my neck of the woods. I mm-hmm. see. All right. Also, we have our mm-hmm. brother with us, either chosen one from the Bronx. Talk to us whenever you're ready, brother.
2: Um. Okay. Okay, Luther. I got a chance, man. It looked like it looked like uh the Falcons, although they are, are very oh, yeah, man, team. a very legitimate,
4: legitimate shot. Yeah, I think you got a legitimate shot to win this. Yes, they do. What's because they, we all know that you know the Falcons are the Falcons haven't done anything since they lost in that in that uh, tragic comedy of the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was foul. That was they that was their chance right there, Lou. They fucked that up so bad. Excuse my language, but they, you know it's one of those things to where it's just like, man, that was it, man. That was all. That was all. That was all yours. Man.
4: Well, you can put it this all way: that you I can say that with a capital, you can say that word with a capital F.
5: Yeah. Yeah, was oh, that was bad. One. One. I felt bad for him. I felt I felt really bad for him. I can't even lie.
2: But um, what are, what are yeah. you thinking about? Um, the deadline coming up, Lou, and uh, some players going around here. You see, um, when my son Stefan Gilmore was dealt from New England over over there to the Carolinas. Yeah, so, uh, um, for shame. A six round pick in two thousand and twenty three.
4: Yeah, we
6: think about.
2: But that? you
4: know, the Patriots, the Patriots are on the same team you know, anymore since Brady and uh, Gronkowski left. So um, this is just another piece of the puzzle of, you know, breaking mm. everybody up. So, you know, I guess it was yeah, more time. Yeah.
5: yeah, and I think, you know, they want to get that money, you know. They want to get them off the yeah.
4: books. Right. I mean, let's put it this way. New, yeah. New England is dissolving and dissolving quickly. All it took was Brady yeah. to leave, and they're back to the way it was before Brady got there. Which was a sorry ass team in the NFL, and it looks like they're headed down that path again. Because Cam Newton, what did he do? Nothing. Absolutely mm. nothing.
0: Well, it's kind of well, it's kind
4: of a shame a... that
5: Cam is sitting out there just you know without a job. Yeah. But um, according according to
4: um, he'll get Google, something.
2: Shout out, game Google 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 Google. Uh, them boys out there said that um, Stephon Gilmore, if he was traded, his cap hit would be.
4: 5.7
5: million dollars. Yeah. well, I oh, it right okay, you probably, All right. You probably got 5.2. I right here they got 5.7. So I'm
2: pretty sure you don't
5: anything like this. Oh, you said nine.
2: Oh, no, yeah. 5. That was going to be his base dollars for next year. Yeah, the debt money is 8.5. Ah. So that's why they didn't want to cut him. They'd rather trade him for that right. six-round pick. Like You know what I mean? So that 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 made sense for them. So now I don't know, well, you know um, Carolina worse. situation. Um, everybody, Andy, it Dawg,
3: oh oh oh.
2: Peace, peace. Our... What's going on, everybody? What's
4: going on? It ain't nothing.
2: Peace, yeah, no, to, Andy, the yeah. peace yeah. to the dogs. Peace to the earth. Peace to Lou. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Thanks. Hey Lou, Thanks. this has to be yep. one of the most exciting times of the year for you, right? You finally get to talk about your Cowboys against our giants and we finally yeah, get, get to come way to, to head is. with this rivalry. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, this is what you've been calling for these last six months, brother. And well, I will engage your show, I promise, soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah we you got the number
2: come, and
5: everything?
2: Come, yeah. Come and yeah. Okay. We got it. Yeah, I pulled you gotta up and checked so, I was just Yeah, to We got it. Right. We have to call your show to give our hardcore opinion. Against your well, Cowboys Careful, with the, your careful with the
4: language, though. though. I mean, we can't allow you know what we say on this show. We ha- we uh, have to go by certain standards, so we can't be like you know, like foul mouth like on, like we do on this show. Yeah, you told me. You, yeah, you let us know. Yeah, how we right. can't do We're that. We know, how,
0: we know how to set the manuals, yeah, we, that, we know right. how to set Yeah, we got that, brother. We know how to set the tone. You know, you can think you might be wild and
4: being a bit dickhead, but you know, you can't say it on our show. That's okay. Oh,
2: good.
4: All right, good. Just let me understand
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's understood. It's understood. But here's the thing, here's the thing, Lou. Uh right now you're on the shakedown. So we're going to talk about right. how you're feeling about the Cowboys uh dealing with this, this
4: newfound Ecstatic.
5: um uh oh really? Tom, talk
4: to me. Yes. I mean Dak I mean listen, Dak Dak is back. I mean in the first four games he's done absolutely he's done phenomenal. He's back to his old self before he got injured last year. And if he keeps this up, I think the Cowboys are going to have an excellent season and take me tops in the division and beat the shit out of Washington, which is what I'm really hoping for. Okay, really so
2: how are you to, feeling about I the game in hand, though. You, can't, you can't, You can't jump around this game, though. We, we're about to play at 4-5. No, I
4: want, to, no, I want them to stick it to Washington. I really, I really do. I like to see them fall flat on their face.
2: So, so you would you would like for us to beat you? That's what you're saying. You are saying it's okay if we come through? And no, with, no, with, with, no, with the, uh, no,
4: that, no, no. The Cowboys should <laughs> beat Washington because you know I know some people in the Washington area who are so you know stuck up with how the, how they play and think. Oh, we're going to win the division and well, no, we're going to be champs again. Like uh, the way they're playing so far, mm-hmm. no. So when the Cowboys do take uh, on the Washington, whatnots or they want to call them, they beat the shit out of them. Goddamn you!
5: Yeah. I see you want going to avoid this competition, but it's going to happen. It's the big one's Here's the thing.
2: you the chosen one from the Bronx. Talk to me, baby, about the moves, things of this nature, trade deadline. Coming up is looming November the 2nd. Talk to me. Wow.
4: Uh,
2: we talking this upcoming game versus the Cowboys. I want to make sure that I heard that right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we, we, no, we're going to get there. We're going to, I'm trying to wait for the fellas to get here if, if they're going to show up, but if they don't within the next 15, we on, we on set. But um, what do you think about the moves that was made today in the NFL? Um, my son, Stephon Gilmore, going over there to the Carolina. Stopping oh, up, yeah. Stopping I, up I, was sending, I was sending that. You know what's crazy? I was monitoring that during the whole time when we was, you know, when, when it was taking place. I sent it to you guys mm-hmm. when I first heard about the cut. You see, the thing about that is yeah, the first thing they did was actually cut him first, right? it was a release. To. See they said yeah, they didn't say the word cut. They said the word release. Right? right. So I was like, okay, they're releasing Stefan Gilmore. Now, the word release, in case people don't know, in NFL terms, it doesn't mean cut or waive yet. Release means that they're going to figure out how to let him go. A lot of people don't know <laughs> that cuz a lot of people just be like, "Oh man, they cut him." No, they did not cut him. They released him. So therefore, Excuse me, therefore they have to figure out what they're going to do, but it's eminent he will not be on the team. So then I found out that they traded him. To Carolina. I'm right, like, okay. Then move. I see it for a six round for a six round pick, right? Yeah. Pull the ghettoman on him. Pull the Gettleman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean so that to was really smart because they was about to eat eight point five in dead cat. Mhm, and yeah, that's so what that's really about.
5: What about they were, they wanted mm-hmm. to do it
2: last year but he was hurt
5: um,
2: right so, and remember you can't cut a you can't cut a guy till he's hurt because he has to get compensation yeah. for that then they have to make sure he's treated rehabilitated that's the new nflpa rules a guy has to be fully that's, that's, rehabilitated that's to give him a chance to get yeah a guy Man. has to be fully be rehabilitated a and a chance to get back on the field unless his injury is so severe he's not able to play. Now that's because of the injury. But it shouldn't be because a team cut him while he was injured, not giving him access to the facilities, the best doctors, the best health care, the best rehabilitation. So they get the best rehabilitation to get back on the field. That's why we're seeing so many of these players get hurt and come back like they were not that hurt before. It's very rare that you see a player back and he's not himself at all. Look at Odell Beckham. Look at Saquon Barkley getting back into the rhythm. Look at Adrian Peterson. We all know the deal. Look at him. Look at Joe Burrow, his injury. Look at these guys. These guys are back like they never left. So I'm happy Stephon Gilmore will be able to have that chance to do that. And I think the Carolina Panthers just got a steal in what they're doing and they got cornerbacks that's up and coming he's going to add mm-hmm. primarily to that defense man because it's, it's up and coming their uh, defense is up and coming yeah. yo it's crazy for them over there it's going to be crazy for them yeah, so, they're giving so Sam just, Donald just so, everything he so, needs um, to win yeah just so, just so I could re to the people because I said this at the top of the broadcast uh, the Carolina Panthers are uh, creating a, a pantheon of, <laughs> of defense um Stephon Gilmore, Dante Jackson, who's the female over there. I believe he's from LSU. They also acquired TJ uh, Henderson when they did acquire uh, Stefan Gilmore. Uh, they signed him. Uh, they also have AJ Boyer, Rasan Melvin, and the first-round pick, JC
5: Horn, who's, on, who's currently on IR. He'll be back later in the season. So they're building something special over there, man. Um, we have
3: He was um he was breaking up a little bit on that um, yeah. introduction
0: of the boy,
2: but what's going on, fellas? Oh, what? What's going on? Okay. Chase Montana nine in did the you building. Yeah, you you know, don't I don't know what was going on, but he yeah, did, but she definitely me. was just leaving Cybertron.
3: Like this <laughs> when he
2: first took off from was Cybertron before they got to Earth.
3: Yeah, yeah, bro, when you was at the duck- introducing this? me going in, I was like, well, man. oh,
2: okay, okay, yeah, no, I, I was second like, you was like, like yeah, yeah, we got, I, got I you, we, I, yeah, I was, trying was to like, listen. we got, now, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> there's no breaking up, if anything, I'm moving out of the, you know, there is no breaking up, I'm on a solid line, there's no breaking up, um, so, that's that, but, the whole thing is this, Shakes good. what's going on, Shakes? He, he's here right now, you can't on the internet, cause I'm at the bottom of the damn, Oh no! not know what's happened,
3: everybody, but you were gonna throw it Exorcist style But um <laughs> But it is man Debate Wednesdays What's going on fellas
5: What's happening baby How you doing You man?
2: already know brother You know my You know my beat is on So I'm
3: chilling Yeah the water 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 Yeah, yeah I, heard, I heard it When we're I on. came
5: in Yeah When I came in
2: the room Jesus
3: Max yeah, yeah.
5: tell us, man. Tell us how you feeling about the situation, man. What's going on out here in these streets as far as the uh the free agents and the trades and things of this nature before the deadline.
3: Uh, um, man, I mean Carolina's defense already was tough, so adding Stephon Gilmore is just like damn strong get stronger. Um we gotta play them? Like I hope we don't even have to play them. Like I don't even want to play them. Like they—they're a pretty sick defense over there. I mean, I think we can still beat them though. Don't get me wrong, because I'm not like. Never mind. Fuck it. No, nah, we can't beat them. I don't want to face them. I want. I had to think about that offense real quick. Like no, nah, no, nah, they got a healthy DCMC. Nah, they good. Nah, I don't want to face them. No, Mm-mm. no. But mm-hmm. well, yeah, shout out to them nah, da- no, nah, Strongest,
5: nah, we, we do
2: play them we, we do? We play them right, oh, right after the ring man. Right after the you ring we you, don't play don't you,
0: remember?
2: Like yo, you don't remember me well, Yeah, that's yo, right, yo, we don't do not remember me saying, yo, we got South so we yeah. The West yeah. though yo, I say, hey, man, wait, yo, wait, 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 wait. J-
7: Daniel
2: Jones versus Mano Dono Finally What I'm
3: saying Is we playing the South or is we playing the West?
2: We, we play south. We, play in shades uh, we, the we played. Boat. yeah. Uh, we played a little
5: shade of, of the of uh, the west.
2: Yeah, we played shade in the of
5: NFC. NFC uh, yeah. no yeah
2: yeah shade. You remember we play all the people who finish in the bottom of their division, just right. like we uh, do. All right, that's like not my. NFC you know, know, my
3: thing is get yeah, two divisions every year that you play one on the nfc one mm-hmm. on the asc uh-huh so i right. think
2: about their opponents in between
3: so who the fuck what division is we playing we playing the west
2: yes think about it how how is it times that we play the 49ers two to three years in a row sometimes
3: we got arizona down in seattle yeah. All right, yeah yeah you're right all right so where the yeah. fuck does carolina come from
2: because, because of they they were where they finished at. What, what are
5: you talking about?
2: No, I'm trying to bring yeah, that out. You. Sometimes they throw speed. Like let me Adelaide. let me
3: just fill it. Let me let me bring him back to speed, bro. Okay, in the NFL, bro, <laughs> you you play two divisions. Okay.
0: No, I, Actually,
5: that. I what I'm talking about.
3: Three divisions.
5: Somebody your division, one in the
3: AFC, one in the NFC. Yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. What, what I'm asking is, what
3: division that. on the mm-hmm. NFC are we playing? Are we playing the West or are we playing the South? You said the West. Okay,
0: said, fine. The Why NFC the hell South.
3: are we got we got the damn pad that's on the schedule is my question. We're playing the NFC we
2: South. We're playing the NFC South. That's what the black said. I don't know what the hell y'all got the West from. But I'm telling you, right, we're playing we're the NFC That's why we played I the Falcons. We know we got the Rams on a schedule. That's,
3: I'm not sure if we got the 9s. That's the, the only
2: one from the West. That's the only one from
3: the West we have. Oh, so, so we two, only got the Rams two. from the West.
2: One second, okay. one second, sir. One second. So we're playing the NFC South, like I said earlier. You, you act mm-hmm. like I don't know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm talking about. So technically, we played already the Falcons. We played about? already the I'm Falcons. We the played already the Falcons.
5: We played the Pampers. And we play the Bucks, of course, and we play uh, the Saints. So that's the South. All
3: right, so we play in the South. Okay. So we don't have San Fran or Seattle on the
0: schedule?
3: Do we have Seattle no, or, or... – no? All right, good. All right.
0: All no, right. all we Damn. have is the Rams.
3: Damn, we got the Panthers. Fuck.
0: And i and believe that's play the AFC...
3: All right, so hold on. Is it in New York? Is, is it in life?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All
3: right, all right, I feel better. All right, I feel better.
0: All right, go ahead. All right. So, without any further ado, if you
2: guys
5: got anything to say, I got some presses to play.
3: Um, no, go ahead, bro. All
5: right.
2: So the first one we're gonna get into is Adore Jackson talking about uh, facing Amari Cooper and T. D. Lamb. This one is a
5: short one. Pause. Three minutes, 27 seconds.
4: Um,
6: on that play where you went down, it, it looked like something really serious, but then you're back in two plays
7: later. What, what happened? Just got banged up. Just one of those things where you don't, you don't know. It feel like something. It might be something, but, you know, they check you out. and You feel good when you run off. It's one of those things in the moment. It'd be a big relief for you. Huh? Hell yeah. it will be. I ain't trying to be hurt.
1: <laughs> when you're going against Dallas, I mean, they've got... Two weapons where most teams have one. How much of a challenge is that?
7: Um, you know, it's, it's a huge challenge. And um, for us, you know, having the guys that we have here uh, on our on our offense, being able to work against them and, and try to get a good look. So that's what I'm really most thankful for. But understanding that you know Dallas has a lot of weapons, two good backs, two receivers, a great tight end. Um, you know, they got a lot of weapons and a great quarterback.
1: How different are uh, CD and
7: Coop? Uh, um, I mean. I say they're similar from the aspect where they can go short game, medium or, or, or deep ball um, in the aspect. Great, great ball catchers. Um, you know, both go-to guys. You know, for their team. So I don't know any differences. I just know the similarities are they can affect the game and change the game tremendously.
8: How did it feel for the, you guys? You know, you had at the end of games you've been struggling to get like get off the field, but against the Saints you were able to do that. Like, how, how big was that for you?
7: For... It was one of those things where we knew that. Um, just, you know, stay down and, and keep pushing, keep fighting. At the end of the day, it was going to turn one way or the other, you know, thankful that it happened, you know, last week and for us to get some momentum and, and get the ball rolling. So for us, our, we never wavered, you know, no matter what happened the first three games, you know, we were playing and kept going the new things. were going to go our way. Eventually, it happened to be last week.
1: How you to face the Cowboys on
7: the road? Um, just stay focused. I understand that that was last week and... I mean, each week, you know, you're starting off trying to be 1-0. You know, you never think about the record that you have of trying to be 1-0 so far as just focusing in on the details, the technique, and be fundamentally sound. What
1: do you see in their offense with the way Dax playing and, you know, the way they run the ball
7: and everything? Um, playing lights out. You know, Dax throwing the ball well. Zeke Pollard run the ball well. I mean, you got Coop, um, CD. They just got weapons and the tight end. So, I mean, you can do as much as you want to do. Um, just that's what I'm saying. This week, focus on fundamentals, technique, and worrying about doing your job and, and, and trusting that the other 10 brothers that you got out there do theirs.
1: You think that, you think, Lori, what do you see out of um, Amari Cooper? What makes him so good?
7: Uh, I remember the first time I went against him was like 2017. He was with the Raiders, um, playing against him. Just an elite guy out the line of scrimmage. Um, great route runner. Uh, catch the ball well. Um, I mean, I feel like he's a complete receiver.
1: Is he one of the best route runners you've
7: ever faced? Uh, yeah, I feel like he's a he's a great route runner.
1: Do you consider Dak an elite quarterback, like a top tier quarterback in the
7: league? Um, shoot, I feel like every anybody that starts, you know, is, is, is elite. You know, no matter what's going on, you may try to downplay a guy here, or there, but at the end of the day, they're starting quarterback for a reason. I feel like he's an elite quarterback. Um, they give him the keys to the offense. He's able to dink and dunk, um, throw the deep ball, medium ball, or hand it off to his weapon. So he does a great job.
1: Does it feel any different, now that You finally gotten a win
7: still feel like it was last week we didn't have a win. we just going out there trying to compete and, and battle and understand that nothing should change, you know, it's just another game. But at the end of the day, it gives you a little bit of momentum, but you can't really too much focus on that because each week is a new challenge. All
2: right, all right. Nah, I got to jump day. straight into the situation. I don't care about okay. all that right there. You ain't been playing to talk like nothing and give that little politically correct answer. Let's talk for real now. We heard him, but let's talk about him. Are y'all not scared mm-hmm. for Adoree Jackson? I'm asking a real question here because we done seen some things already.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, probably, oh, probably run it? support. Adore, oh, if okay. anything,
3: I'm glad this debate went. Probably y'all, run go ahead.
2: support. More than mm-hmm. likely, right yeah. now, don't run support I until he shows <sighs> otherwise. Cause I don't know oh, what he's making decisions right now, but I think this Word. is the team for him to play because they throw the ball in the sky, man. You know he's a coverage guy. Um, but I, you know I, what? I'm gonna get nervous. Goal line run support at this point. I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add my feeling, but then I'm gonna add my question. My question is: This is the game where he get right, meaning as he understand the assignment. You know what you're doing. And it's going to be mano imano mano a lot of times. They're going to put CeeDee Lamb, and they're going, to, they're going to try to put Lamb on the outside at times. They're going to keep him in the slot, but
7: they move let, regardless
2: of who's there, we'll talk about that. But they're going to move him all over the board. They're going to keep Bradbury on Amari. Wherever Amari goes, Bradbury has to follow this game. He does a great job on Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper mm-hmm. does not beat him down like that. So we got, the, we got that to go off. Now we could get into the question: Are we afraid for a Dory Jackson? That's just a question.
5: No, I'm not afraid for him, but you know, I got the double eye up on
0: that support man. That good. Okay. What say you, shakes?
3: Um I'm trying so hard not to uh, go off on this question. <laughs> but I'm just going to give my take on it, right? First of all, the door, ain't have a bad game. Not one time in this season. Put your feelings what? on it. Give a fuck. I don't. Yeah, we could get into that as soon as you're done. Now, yeah, can I, I? It's my take? I shut up when y'all was gone, so please. Thank you. Um, so, to me, he didn't – it's not even to me. He didn't have a bad game yet this year. I've been watching very closely. Now, what I will say is that he was bullied and punked by a quarterback in Taysom Hill. He did not want no part of that 225-pound dude money I will admit that. When it comes to the like Black said, when it comes to the run support, he's not all the way up there. But he ain't no slouch neither, because I watched that game four times, bro. And the door he was tackling out there, he hit he hit um Kamora on that third and seven or whatever it was and stopped him. Mm-hmm. Right, so. My thing was, he ain't want no pause to taste him here. I will give you that. The coverage that he has had all season long has been way better than Bradbury's. Okay? Bradbury has been what getting burnt. I, I'm still going, bro.
0: Yeah. Blueberry he that has been getting
3: burnt way. this season. Okay? So... That's the concern more than a dory. Now, DBs need to go ahead and hit, and especially him, he needs to go ahead and tackle. Shouldn't be getting bullied by a quarterback, but I done seen this quarterback bully a lot of motherfuckers. So, that's my take on a dory. Y'all can have your opinions on it. My eye test knows what I see and I've been watching them very close.
5: Okay. So, Frizi, yeah. I'm going to say
2: this, right? Yeah, if ahead, you can pull up the numbers on his TFF grades, right, because that's what matters because we look at things from the eye test. Let's see what the stats and the facts say on the numbers game. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, as he was talking you know, uh, I agree with him on the, on the coverage. But as far as that, you know, he's tackling.
0: <laughs>
2: I don't know. Yeah, well, they have a thing called Yards Against You now. Like, I don't know if y'all know this, but that's something that I would always do on my own and calculate, you feel me? That was when Eli Apple was here. I remember the first four games he had like four touchdowns on him 200 plus yards and like 20 something catches like that was something that i used to do by hand but now they have a yeah. stat where you can go and see what cornerbacks actually have against them the same way wide receivers tally up yards so those stats tell the real details of a thing. Because Adoree Jackson, number one, is nowhere near guarding the number one receiver. Let's get that out there. Mm -hmm. So he ain't going to get that work to like that. Let's be real. And the teams that we played so far, he ain't been guarding nobody to that point where you like, okay, he got it on lock. And the first person he manned up with was too tall for him, so he jumped over him, little man Tate, and let him know about it in the end zone in Washington. Now, besides that, he's been coming up for run support. Horrible, horrible business decisions, politically correct. I'm not with it all the way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So let's let's stay there, which is the truth, and let's get to that whole situation. Now, I don't know if you know how to pull it up, freeze or not, or it's PFF, I was asking you for that, but I'll go into... The yards against him per game and all of that stuff, too.
5: Okay. Well, I got got the PFF up, so.
2: Okay. Let me put myself on mute so you can read these numbers more. Yeah, so Dory is overall 69.7. He is 16th overall in receptions allowed. That's tied for 13th. Uh, Targets, he's 24th. That's tied for 15th. Zero interceptions. And 19 solo tackles, which is tied for six. So, Jake is right; he's tackling out there.
3: Thank you, Black. So he Thank got you.
2: 19, he got 19 solo tackles and two assists. That's that's tackling. All right. See yeah,
3: that? I I've been watching very close, bro. If I wasn't, I wouldn't even come out and be that. You know what I mean? Like bold on what I'm saying right now. Like, I know what I seen, bro.
2: And nobody's going to take that from nobody. But we also know what we all seen, And that looks crazier than, say, if a wide receiver run to his side and he make a good tackle or he come up and they game tackle or he catch somebody off a regular pass and catch him on a tackle. That's cool. But it looks way worse when you get that done to you what Taysom Hill did to you. So I want to ask the question, right? This is just regular. Do we remember Adoree Jackson's tackles, or do we remember what Taysom did? Nah, that's him? why I didn't. I didn't really. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Let me look it up. Right, and that's yeah,
3: man. I, upset. I, I don't upset. And know. I will look. I will say this. None right? of them were notable to me. I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you because, like, at the because the first night I watched that game about like two times, right? Because I watched the first, you know, live, and then I watched it again later on that night. Now, after I wa- you know, watched it live. It did, like, I did forget about that play. But the main play that sticks out to me and the reason why I'm like, oh, no, he wasn't, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't making business decisions like that. It was just he was getting bullied by Taysom Hill. But um, when when he tackled uh, Alvin Kamori and stopped him, and I think it was a scream, and it was just like open field tackle. He had to do it, and it was in the middle of the field. And it was third down, and he had to do it, and we'd get off the field. And I'm like, oh. And during live, I remember that shit like, yeah, Dory. You know what I'm saying? But after that, I forgot, and it slipped off my mind. So when I watched it again, and I seen that, I'm like, oh, no, nah, my boy is out there tackling. But, yes, he did get bullied by Tayson Hill. He did not want no parts of that man. Not whatsoever.
0: Listen, not I will give price, you that. Man.
3: Yeah, he did not want no parts of that man.
2: So that's therefore I forgot every tackle he damn had. <laughs> every damn tackle. That's how
3: that's how bad it was. It just, yeah, he it just races, every tackle. Yeah, yeah, it Come
2: on, But well, yeah, man. but I see. I oh, see like now he's, 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 he 185 pounds, so I understand. He ain't had no wins in the well really? man. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have been in that position.
3: That's why I'm mad at the um Tay Crowders of the world and the and the and the and the nose tackles of the world because you know what I'm saying, you y'all supposed to stop them before they even get to that point, man. Yeah, you know I mean, he running through yeah. y'all.
0: Why is he running through y'all? Man, what? Well I think
5: I'm playing Dallas. Um, I'll be watching for his tackling. <laughs> You got anything on this move?
4: I mean, Crowder had, had a good game, you know, for once. Mm-hmm. At least it's something to, to be thankful. for. You know, I was impressed by the you know the Jets. They hung, they hung in there, you know. And I, I thought when it was when it was hiking, i was like, okay, you're gonna blow us again. You're gonna blow us again. Oh boy! But you know, Crowder and you know Zaggy Boy, they <laughs> he held their own. So um, mm-hmm. we did they did everything they we were supposed to do. And I think they can still do it against Atlanta. Uh, no offense to Falcons yeah, fans. But, you yeah. know, I think that they're trying. The only thing I don't want like is they're playing that game in London. Okay, here we go. Oh, I forgot about
5: that. Yeah, they all going to London. Okay. Early morning.
4: Yep.
2: Crazy. That's going to be crazy. Um, all right, so uh, if your brothers don't have anything else on this particular topic, uh, I'll go on to the next presser,
5: which is Danny Jones.
4: Hey, I got to split. Good night. I'll talk to you on Friday. For a little please,
5: while. Please, bro.
3: Ooh. All right,
5: Lou. Appreciate you. All right. Any more on the Dory Jackson and him, Dean, Cooper, and my son, Lamb? All right. So, I have a hold your peace. We're going to go in the game. I'm going to play of the week, as well as some of the questions. This one is kind of short, too. A little eight-minute pause.
8: Impact does it have on you when your left tackle is playing as well as Andrew is? Has a huge, huge impact uh on me, on, on everyone I think
9: and and uh you know, he's played uh he's played great. Uh, you know, no secret about it. I think when you turn on the tape he's shut down uh pass rushers and, and whoever he's gone up against he's he's played uh really well. So uh big credit to him. It's a huge uh you know, it, it's a, it's the ultimate team game and that's an important position and, and uh He's played well. What's your reaction about winning uh, NFC offensive player of the week? Uh, yeah, certainly um, grateful to be recognized and, and you know, appreciated and um, I think it says a lot about, you know, our offense and, and our team and, and uh, you know we talked about Andrew, there's there's uh, you know there's there's the whole team's you know, has to play well um, to score points and to, to gain a lot of yards. So um, I think it's a, a credit to all those guys.
4: Thank you man. With key guys out and the way guys stepped up for you, specifically the receivers, how much does that just open up options for the passing game? Just moving forward, the rest of the season.
9: Yeah, I think uh, I think it does a ton. I think um, you know the depth of that position is big for us, and, and a lot of guys coming in, um, you know, doing a lot of different things well, and, and uh, you know, kind of playing to their skill set, giving them. Uh, opportunities, calling plays based on, you know, what they do well. And I think, you, you know, you, you saw that and, um, you know, able to, to highlight a lot of those guys. So that was, um, you know, big, you know, those guys stepped up. John obviously stepped up and um, a lot of
10: those guys. So it was big for us. When, when you went up. back and watched that, though, how much different did it did the offense look, if, if at all, considering? I mean, you did throw the ball downfield a lot more. So when you were looking at it on the film, was it a significant difference? Um
9: not, not really. I think um, you know the biggest thing was was executing it. I thought we executed it better um, on the field. I think you know there's been opportunities that we haven't executed as well um, early on, and, and, and we were able to do that. So that's a credit to um, you know we talk about the guys up front and, and the receivers who stepped up. So um, you know it takes uh, takes a whole group.
1: Daniel, uh, uh, Joe said earlier today that uh, since he's been with you, you've weathered a lot of storms. Um, what do you think he's talking, referring to there?
9: Um, I don't know. I mean, we haven't we haven't won enough games. I mean, that's no secret the first uh, two years. And, and uh, obviously this season didn't start how we wanted to or, or expected it to. So um, those are storms we've all had to weather. And, and um, you know, we, we've got to continue to – progress, continue to improve. I think uh, you know, it was a big win for us, but it's over now and, and, you know, our focus is on Dallas and making sure we're we're uh prepared this week.
1: Do you think it's made you tougher in some way, mentally, physically, anyway?
9: Yeah, I think so. I think um you know it's uh it's hard to to win in this league and, and um doesn't come easy. It comes with, you know, a lot of hard work and, and preparation. I think it's you know taught that lesson more than anything. So um, you know, that's you know, important every week. Like I said, now the focus is, is preparing this week, um and making sure we're we're prepared to play on Sunday. Daniel, what do you
1: think the Dallas defense, especially a couple of those players who've turned
7: into playmakers?
9: Yeah, I think it's a, a good group, a very talented group. They play fast, um, play hard. Um we talked about some of those guys who made plays, they they've turned the ball over um a lot, taking the ball away. Um and affected the game so um, you know we'll have to be aware of some of those guys and, and uh, have a plan for them but um, you know it comes down to us doing what we need to do and, and executing uh, as a unit. Is
8: he taking chances, more chances, is that why he has five interceptions or what do you attribute that to?
9: Yeah I think I think he is uh, in certain situations but um, like any good corner or, or D-back he's selective about when he kind of takes those chances so um, being heads up for that, you know, and, and being aware of it, but uh, you can tell he's a he's a smart player and he knows when to when to take those chances.
8: What key to being successful when you throwing those deep balls? Seems like something you've been really good at the last two years. Um,
9: I mean, I think just giving guys a chance to make a play and, and uh, keeping it, um, you know, give giving them a chance. You, you know, not throwing it, not trying to overthrow it or, or throw it out of bounds. I think more often than not. You know, a guy's going to go up and make a play for you or, or separate, and um, our guys have, have been able to do that
1: uh, for us. So um, I think that's part of it. When you're throwing a deep ball and you see 12, you see Ross going out there, do you have to, in your head, a little bit click and say, okay, he's a little bit faster, I need to get it out there a little bit?
9: <laughs> yeah, certainly. I think, uh, you know, I learned that pretty early in camp. Uh, obviously, he had a injury kept him out of um, – you know the back half of camp, but you can see the speed. You can
10: feel it definitely when you throw it. Hey, criticism of uh, Jason, at least prior to this week, kind of has been at times he's too vanilla or uh, too conservative. I'm just curious, what, what do you think when you hear that?
9: Uh, yeah, I mean, I I certainly don't agree with it. I think um, when you watch the tape and and you turn it on, um, you know, when you watch other offenses, you know, that's not. I don't I don't think that's a fair. Uh, conclusion to draw from, you know, comparing different schemes. I think more than anything, it's a bit been about us executing it and, and uh, taking advantage of some of those plays that have been there. I thought we did a better job on Sunday, um, so you know we've got to continue to do that. But um, I think the opportunities have been there, and, and uh, I think the stuff we're doing on off, on offense is. Uh, have defenses on their heels.
8: Every coach has talked about how, you know, Canaries had to earn their trust, your trust. I mean, where are you at with that? Has he made strides now that he's been practicing? It? He is. I thought he had a great week last
9: week in practice, and that uh, kind of translated to the field. Um, and he, he made a ton of plays for us. I think it's uh, you can see how dangerous he can be with the ball in his hands and making guys miss, staying on his feet, extending plays. So, um, you know, we, we've got to continue to you know I've got to continue to focus on on doing that getting him the ball and and uh you know I think he's he's come to it with the with the right approach of you know learning and you know we're we're constantly talking and getting on the same page uh
6: throughout the week as we as we game plan.
1: Uh, Michael
6: Michael Parsons looks like he can play inside he plays outside. How much do you have to be aware of where he is pre-snap and just what have
1: you seen from him as a rookie as a pass rusher especially?
9: Yeah. Yeah, like you said, he's extremely versatile as a player, can rush the passer, can play in the box as a linebacker. And, and I think, you know, his speed jumps off, you know, the tape when you watch him, how quick he is to the ball, to find the ball and, and uh, you know, how physical he can be. So I think that's it, recognizing, you know, where he is, um, you know, and, and, and understanding his speed and, and how aggressive he plays. But he's a extremely athletic linebacker, uh, pass rusher, and, and uh, someone will have to be aware of.
0: You so know, in
1: baseball, it seems that when a guy's hitting well, they say he's seeing the ball. I mean, are you, when, as a quarterback, when you're playing well, are you seeing the field better, the defense is better, or what?
9: Uh, I think it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that, that go into it. I think football, different than baseball, is a, is a team game. There's ten other guys that. Um, you know, or you're, you're counting on, and, and uh, you know, so those guys getting open, the guys up front protecting, or, you know, those are huge factors in it, and, and uh, guys have done that at a high level. So um, I think that's big. I think seeing it, being confident in, in what you're seeing is, is also, um, you know, is always a part of playing the position.
5: Mm-hmm. Jones. All right, fellas, what I think about what Danny Jones had to say? That's
0: my time. First of, of all, all man, shout outs to him.
3: Uh-huh. And, uh, I knew he was going to off
4: the first player of the week. <laughs>
3: shout out to the boy. Yeah, man, that's, um, that's nothing to squat yet, man. You got 32 quarterbacks in the league and I mean, all these players that can win that award, and you won it. So, um, man, shout-outs to you, Daniel Jones, for having a great week. And being a player of the week, man, a bum can't do that. So you obviously <laughs> that ain't no bum. All right. Um, but um, with that, so though, us, uh, also. Yeah, it's yeah, that, that's off him. That's definitely off him. But, um, all right. The, the, what I really like is um, what he said, like, none of that is possible without that offensive line, without those uh, players stepping up and making big plays, big catches and all
0: mm-hmm. that.
3: So, you know what I mean? Him... Him, uh, dedicating that and saying well, I couldn't even won this shit without them. You feel me and, and which is very true When I was thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, yeah he's right <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, I love what he said about that. It. it was a great. energy, man. Elias very Elias uh-huh. I was
2: you knew I was about to say that you knew I was about to say that You knew I was gonna say that shake. That's why you said it first of all, we had the same exact thought on first off Let's start off by giving a congrats to the offensive player of the year, and then right there, you knew I was going to jump in through the oops to Eli Manage. See what I mean? See what we dealing with? All I need him to do is not be interception, Eli, and stay away from being turnover D. and we okay. Now let's 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 say this about him, man. I watched that game six times, shakes four during the last two days and two more today before I came on the show just so I could make sure I know what I saw at some point I seen him yell at Will Hernandez and make Will Hernandez yell at Nate Soda to call the protection out on Cameron Jordan right that's his name Cameron Jordan Mm-hmm. Cameron Jordan lined up um, on Soda's side and he was like, yo, move over to Will Hernandez and Hernandez screamed at Nate Soda. Like, move over. Move over. Like, you can actually see it and I'm going to record the video of it tonight so you guys can see it in the room because that was a real pivotal moment because on that block up, that's when he hit Kenny Galladay For the 19-yard strike in overtime to come across the field on the crossing route. So, his interview matches his game, and yes, that is exactly something Eli Manning would have did. Gave all the credit in the world to his players. Stay humble. No, he's nowhere near finished, No, he's nowhere near won anything yet, and know he has so much to prove, because the chip on his shoulder is still real, and you can hear it in his voice, there's no excitement about what he just did, all of them two years of being beat on like that, he's straight hungry, and I love that, and you can hear it, he ain't sound excited, like, yeah, you know, we did a great job today, and all that, he was like, nah, you know, without those guys. I wouldn't be able to have victory. So, you know, without them catching passes and breaking tackles and protecting me back there and giving me the time to get the ball out. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's serious.
3: And he needs to stay that way. You know what, the moment I see him chucking and jiving, I'm going to be bad. What I like, and I'm sorry to cut you off, about what you just said, though, it's like, like, with me in that situation, I'm just, like, putting myself in them shoes, right? I get into the league i'm number six overall i struggled for two seasons people calling for my head to get up out of here you know what i'm saying and they like yo this is your third season bro you gotta show something and then you showing it and but four weeks in and four weeks in, you you win the, uh the the player of the week you know a person like me you know what i'm doing <laughs> y'all know what I'm doing I'm talking my shit And I'm gonna be like Yeah, see Motherfuckers I told y'all it wasn't me It ain't me It's a must of y'all motherfuckers It's y'all You know what I'm saying So <laughs> Shout out to Daniel Jones For taking a higher road He better than me
2: Yeah Daniel Daniel definitely um, The humble assassin man he, I see the killer came back He got the serial back in his eye boy Um Shout out to Daniel Jones, man, NFC player of the week. The facts here remain Shakes. this is this is your quarterback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to say about it, whatever. This is your quarterback, man. I'm a you with the crying emojis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your quarterback, man. Alright, I'm gonna need Hey yo, and listen, yo, he
3: changed my whole <laughs> outlook. This this year. My Black, my bad, bro. <laughs> But he's changing my whole outlook of quarterback. Like for real. Like y'all know my whole shit was I just passed the the shit and Edgy upstairs. That's my protocol of quarterback. It's changing now. Because when I'm watching the game, bro, I'm like I'm looking at these quarterbacks and it was some quarterback I was watching. It was, I think it was Herbert. Name was Herbert Monday night. I was watching Herbert, and he had that chance to just run for that first down. And I was like, motherfucker, run for that! Man, Daniel would have picked that up.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: now you, now in the name of Daniel, now,
3: huh? In the name of Daniel, he
0: baby. said,
2: today in the book of Daniel.
0: you know he, he has one of the greatest record.
2: stories yeah. in the Bible right that I would love to mm-hmm. equivalent shakes to you feel me? shakes? the story of Daniel do you remember it in the Bible? I'll make it I'll condense it so fast for you he was chosen by the king because he was only, he was able to interpret dreams so when nobody else in the land could interpret dreams, they would go to him. So at some point, when the king switched over and they made a law, like, you know what? Daniel is doing things on a day where we're not allowing things to take place. And then the king had no choice but to say, Daniel, even though you my man, you're doing things in the land that people are not agreeing with. And they all asked the king, so what is the punishment for doing that? They said, you know what? We got to put them in the lion's den, shake's den, right? We're going to call it the shake's den. We're going to put them in the shake's den. Because you know once you go in the shake's den, ladies and gentlemen, there's no coming out. It's a hungry lion in there that they didn't feed for weeks. And guess what? The first person that go in there is the meal of the day, which is going to satisfy him for a couple of weeks. And that's it. So y'all know what time it is. But guess what? Daniel went into the shakes then, and just like in the biblical term, he walked out unscathed. He took all the vitriol and disrespect. And you just said something really cool. And just like in the Bible, he changed the king's mind to what interpreters and men of God should look like. And he just changed your mind because you just went against another quarterback and said, if that was Daniel
3: Jones, he would have got that. Not mm-hmm. just any quarterback My favorite quarterback Right now
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm not saying mm-hmm. Daniel Jones mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. Justin Herbert Herbert is my favorite quarterback right now And I went against Herbert And said damn Herbert Should have picked up that first down Daniel would have got that shit And
2: yeah, that's a big deal That's a big deal for you Cause you use wow. our quarterback in that situation, you didn't say bag, man. Yeah, Mahomes or Lamar would have got that, or Josh Allen would have got that. You yeah, said Daniel something like a big deal. Daniel man. Jones would have got that.
0: He's Something like a big deal.
3: He would have, and he would have. No doubt. Let in me my tell mind. y'all something,
2: and I'm gonna say this right now. He wins this game versus Dallas, and put on any type of performance like he just had he is solidified with gorillas ain't gonna be nothing to say after that Mm -hmm. we could have losing records or whatever but be close to making the playoffs they will not choose a quarterback next year they will build around him so right now daniel jones is not about just being a franchise quarterback next season it's about being the quarterback that they're going to build around Can does he have what it takes to be built around remember that shakes I don't want quarterbacks, but you got to give them everything, man, for them to succeed. I want quarterbacks to be able to help players succeed, too. Now Heat is doing it. He showed he could do it with mediocre Toker. He has C.J. Board and Collins Johnson on that field, and still almost won.
3: i must say, like, this ain't the game for me to say that he solidified himself with Gorillas. But I'm going to say this, the game that I'm looking at, is the Rams, which is next after the Cowboys. The game that I'm looking at is the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? I want to see how he goes up against those defenses and how successful he is against those defenses and give him credit because last year when he faced that defense, he had success against Tampa Bay. We should have won the, that The Rams, day. too. The Rams, too. So, you're gonna see those are my, my my major tests that's the ones that I'm saying oh yeah he solidified with Gorillaz but
0: he yeah. win
3: this game I'm definitely I, I, I'm confident he is gonna win this game man it's gonna be one of those games where it's a heroic thing from Dan Jones and he's gonna win this game I, I, I expect Galladay to have two touchdowns in this game see that's where my mind
2: mm. is at
0: when
2: it comes to the road that's where my mind is at My mind is being on the road two weeks in a row, being uncomfortable in hostile territory and a division rival. And how do you come out and bounce back from being offensive player of the week? Does that mean nothing? And I need to see that. That's, That's why this game means so much to me. That means you put the team on your back on the road and came home with two victories and you can talk about, you know what? We home now. So let's, let's get some things done.
3: You know what I'm not saying? Only, I'm gonna see the in mm-hmm. this. And not only that, and I'm real quick, Black Frizy. Just give the confidence after that. Like you win the NFC, NFC Player of the Week, Offensive Player of the Week, then you go out and you beat the team that everybody is saying is the favorite in your division. And now,
4: mm-hmm.
0: all
3: these damn critics in the media is going to be all on your Jock strat, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. Watch. Watch how it is when mm-hmm. we beat these Cowboys. Yep. Watch how they're gonna be all over this man Jock strat. They 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 wanna crown him. They
0: want
3: a hero.
2: They need a hero in New York. Yeah. Daniel is provided. Yeah. Yeah, but he beat the Cowboys, that's a fact. He's gonna be plastered everywhere. He's a he's a hero. You know what I mean? He's gonna be all over the place. And, that's, and, that's and I, what I, hate I mean that shit and because um, mm-hmm. yeah, because they were talking crazy, greasy, and dirty, nasty. Uh, it wasn't like oh, it's not his fault. It's the defense. It, it was a lot of you know. He is he the guy? Do you drive the quarterback. Man, shut up. That just got. That just some shit to talk about. At this point, cause at this point, the boy was actually playing good amongst you know, some really bad play from everybody else. And please, may I mm-hmm. add this, please? He's not played with the same select cast of characters. In the receiving group or the yeah. offensive line since well, week one, he's had yeah. to he's had to play with a different combination since, since he started. every week since Joe Judge took over. But um, here, here's the thing. That's crazy. Um, second year in this second year in this offense, we get to see the product of it. You know what I'm saying? This kid is dealt around. You know what I mean? And and that's that's good for him because now it gets to show some resilience. Resilience, you know what I'm saying, from him. You know, and that's why I think you see you can hear him just sit back and of course you can't be satisfied when you've been losing since you got here. But um not unless I got any more on Daniel Jones, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play this last presser which is uh, the Joe Judge. Uh, I don't
0: to worry, I have no more Danny
3: Jones, but I, I got one
0: more thing. One more thing I wanna Well yeah, you yeah, sure. play
3: the presser is I don't want this shit to get misconstrued. Mm. But I felt this way last week and I'm feeling this way again this week. Addition by subtraction. I know Shepman Slate is not going to go this week. I know they're not. I don't expect them to. But I feel like it's a blessing in disguise. And i feel feeling like it's because this it gives the uh, chemistry and camaraderie between Daniel Jones and Kenny G, Daniel Jones and Tony, Daniel Jones and Ross. So once he gets the connection and gets the vibing with them, now you add back on Shep and Slate, and he already has a connection with Shep. He already has a connection with Slate. Slate just needs to stop dropping them important balls. But... Awesome. But, you know what I'm saying? You can ease those guys back in the mix. But right now, for right now, it is great for these guys to get that experience and that opportunity with Daniel. So, to me, it's a blessing in disguise that these two guys are out right now, giving the other guys time and space to um, in phase two, develop and get a connection with Daniel Jones. Because with Shep, I feel that it's right now and I'm not saying this for like going forward but I'm saying for right now it's in the way of Tony. It's in the way of of, of the connection with him and Kenny G. You know what I'm saying? Because he relies on Shep a lot. So to, you know what I mean, be a person that, rel- you know what I mean, he relies on it and he comes through for him. You know what I'm saying? But you need to also have a connection with the others too. Once
0: he gets that, no stopping Daniel. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Well, man. I just want to oh, give we, this we, little it's nugget it's of it's
2: information. It's My four freeze. I just wanted to give this little nugget of information to shakes, but they saying Shep is looking like he's He's he ready to come up out of the alabaster box. Did he practice yeah.
3: today? Did he practice
2: today? No, he's limited. He's on LP. He's going he's gonna to continuously be LP. All right, well, he practiced he that because p- yesterday he ain't practiced
3: at
2: all. Yeah, he's, he's going to be LP. They're going to LP him. But my thing is, I hope, and, I'm, and that's sad, that I agree with you in the positive area. I don't want him to play either. Not that I don't want him to continuously be, be a giant Africa Red. Come on. I don't want nobody to misconstrue this either. I don't want him to play either. One, for the things that you said, Shake, But two, for the kind of receivers that help Daniel Jones the most are them three. In that combination, I can remember telling you guys that now he has a big body guy, somebody who can go up and get 50-50. Mm-hmm. Then now he has a dude he can dump off to to make people miss. Then he has a burner that can go down the field with blazing speed That's the kind of players that makes him the quarterback Mm -hmm. that he can be. I said this a million times. Mm -hmm. So I want to see that more than anybody. And put Collins Johnson and C.J. Boyd where they need to be, which is in possession receiving times where they can beat a fourth or fifth corner with ease and help move the ball down Mm the field. Mm -hmm. You know who I don't want to see on the field this week? And I know it's going to be a sad thing for me to say. I don't want to see Kyle Rudolph on the field. I don't want to see Kyle Rudolph on the field because they're using him wrong. They're, they're, Jason Garrett is using Kyle Rudolph totally wrong. Blocking, yeah, but receiving and all that—it's it's, it's, it's a tragedy we're doing to that man, brother. Come on, come on. Hmm. Him and Daniel Jones has no chemistry at all, hardly whatsoever. Caden Smith and Daniel Jones is is in the lab together. Evan Ingram can break out in this game with about three to four receptions for about 45 to 50 yards if they use him correctly because they can easily use him correctly for, against the Cowboys. Safe. He can beat any linebacker in the, in, in, on the Cowboys easily. So I don't want to see Kyle
0: Woodwell being
3: the But I disagree. You know what I'm saying? And I hear you on the production part and I hear you on the chemistry part, right? But my answer to that is they didn't have a lot of time with Kyle Rudolph. Rudolph was out with the foot joint, mostly through all the camp and the preseason and all that. So they still working on that. To me, it's going to happen sometime in this season. But right now, I feel like with his blocking, I mean, shit, bro. If he wasn't out there, we might have lost that fucking fumble to Saquon doing that spin. I'm, listen, fact. man. Rudolph I'm cool is good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he, he's he's straight out there. Just let, no, let them develop that chemistry together. It, it'll happen sometime yeah, in the season.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's going
3: to definitely happen, but it's just
2: right now the plays that Jason Garrett are running for Rudolph is not the development scheme. Get him in just regular Get him in a regular wheel route mm. Get him in a regular crossing route Sit yeah, him down Six, seven yards Regular stuff Yeah, I think eventually The field is going to open up As long as we keep A healthy John Ross And a healthy Cat out there Doing what they're doing there, um, The field is going to open up You know what I'm saying So He's going to get his opportunities I think it's more going to come In the red zone uh, When we do get those opportunities To you know Be there without the
5: stresses Of uh you know penalties okay. mm-hmm. and shit. team, but um, he'll get a shot.
2: That's where I'm at. I, I think the chemistry is going to get there around week seven or eight when we need it the most.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think we're going to see mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph two, three catches in the game, 35-40 yards, possibly a TD because ain't nobody paying them no attention. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. And he's going
2: to leak out for one, and we're going to like, okay, Rudolph. You know what I'm saying? It's going to come at a time when we need it the most. But right now, man, Caden Smith can beat up on this Dallas defense. And i more. looking
3: at Terry Street with uh, Diane Jones, and Diane Jones is yeah, more time I with him.
0: So think about
3: it. Evan Engel was missing time. Um, Rudolph was missing time. And who else was there? Caden Smith. Right. So, yeah, I agree with you. Him. And for it's some,
0: it's some reason, the those way Kaden the way Caden Smith
3: touchdown. and him can. Right. Yeah, that's
2: all thing. he does.
3: So he does first
2: he has and touchdowns, touchdowns and first downs. Every time Tate uh, Smith runs a route, he's past six. He is beyond yeah. the six. or
5: well, he's going
2: up
0: the six And he gets that big yeah.
2: body. He gets that big body yeah. across whoever's on Get him, and he rebounds Don't on him. It's
0: chair. nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. All
5: right. So real quick, let me uh go into the
0: uh yeah, wait, injury
5: but... report for week five. Oh, okay. Hold on one second,
2: shake. Hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Uh, My bad. We got Jabril Peppers. He's uh we got him uh we got a hamstring, did not practice. They say Sterling Shepherd hamstring did not practice, so I'm not I'm not sure what he saw with the of the capacity. Yeah. Uh, that's good. they said no practice urgent. for him. Yeah, let's keep that, let's keep that uh, and Darius Slate in the same way hamstring did not practice. My son Kate Smith as a knee, did not practice. Andrew Thomas' foot did not practice. Leonard Williams' knee did not practice. Those are significant. Very. Um, Yep. Yep. Taquan Broccoli was uh, limited with his program, with his knee. Uh, Gettison, Ben Bredgeron, with the hand, was limited. Nate uh, D.B. with the quads was limited. Kenny Galladay with the groin is limited. And T. J. board with a clavicle is full practice yeah, so
3: yeah, um, those, those guys those dudes don't, and I'm sorry to cut you off, bro, but if those dudes don't um practice by tomorrow, they're not gone. Well, don't practice by tomorrow, they're not it's gone
0: a Yeah.
2: listen, I'm okay with that, because I need them played to be for the people who have been playing since last week, practice in Durham this week getting them plays down, packing chemistry mm. and surprise the shit out of the Cowboys because they don't have no film on these guys yet with Daniel Jones. You only got film on them by themselves. Even Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay has not put up a lot of film of with Daniel Jones. He just has it with Matt Stafford. Yeah, and Andy he, has it with Yeah. The major thing here is the Andrew Thomas, that's the major thing because he was just getting rocking. Um... And we don't need our dancing bear with an engine foot. You know what I'm saying? So that's one of the major, major things here outside of Leonard Williams. We need some pass for us as well.
5: Let's let's discuss
2: that. Let's discuss that right now, please. So with Mm -hmm. a foot, right? Now, I don't, for some reason, like I said to you guys, I know y'all might still be laughing at me or whatever. But that's cool because I'm spot Johnny on the spot with this. Is something going on with Met life, the practice field, this, whatever is going on. No, these you. lower body injuries, yo, these lower body injuries are not normal. Everybody is suffering lower body injuries in the last seven years, man. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to move I'm forward with it. that. And, something yeah, something yeah. is going on over there. Yeah, you know, what you mean? know. and I don't, I don't even want to talk about it
5: because sometimes I don't want to say it because sometimes it's too much. right. But right,
2: right. So, so, um, foot.
5: yeah, do we have a a any foot. word
2: on it or do they want going to hide this I injury? Just, from nah, right now it's not the surgically repaired foot, that's what we know, but um, right, right now you got a foot. So, no. See, when I think so of a foot of an offensive lineman, I think of. You know what I'm saying? He foot yeah. was, was stepped on. You know what I'm saying? He was cleaved. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And hopefully he don't have a Turf stress fracture. You know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Are they saying anything? Yeah. Did they do an MRI? Nah. Are they saying anything?
5: I'm pretty sure they did all that, but I didn't see anything in the news. I mean, you in New York? Here we go with that
2: bullshit. Here we go with that bullshit. Yeah. And this is what scares me, Black. Because we wind up coming out finding out these injuries are worse than they are. And we make these kids play on them And we ruin yeah, them But later
5: on down the line This is what, they do. on this is what the the NFL line. does NFL does this man This what the NFL does But um
2: Going on to the uh, Dallas Cowboys and Their um injury report oh. Lawrence Armstrong Defensive end ankle did not practice Hemingway did not practice T.Q. E. Elliot Lee Did not practice Everybody else was a full cool goal, including Ray, Randy Gregory, Ty Masiki, Carlos Watkins. Hey, what? Uh, and um, Devon Wilson is, did not practice with the groin. That's a safety talk, So
5: um, we got we
2: kind of we kind of banged up over here a little bit. You know what I'm saying? We kind of banged up a lot of people on our report. Yeah, I real quick, Black. I, I heard something about the Trevor Diggs kid. Is
0: is yeah. he
5: is he yeah. injured or something like that? I heard something about it. Nah. nah, I ain't seen that. I was looking too.
2: Ain't no man. To... Right. Ain't nothing wrong with him. Ain't nothing wrong with him but his mouth. Oh, yeah. What you talking crazy? All right. Yeah, um. Yeah, yeah. So without any further ado, man, we are just gonna go ahead and play some Joe Judging right quick. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get into it so we can chop it up on the last section of the live. that Joe Judge here, man. It's about
5: 13 minutes and 29 seconds. Be with us.
6: All right, so today we'll begin our preparation for Dallas. Uh, I'd say just off the bat, this is an extremely talented team. They're playing at a very, very high level. You know, getting ready for this team is really going to take everything we have on all three sides of the ball. i say you start, you know, offensively, and obviously Mike's background is offensively. You can see a large influence of his this year. It's still Kellen calling the plays. There's a large design. You know, from Kellen's offense, and that stretches back even going through his experience with Jason. But you see a lot of the influence right now in terms of how they're playing. You know, the run game's extremely efficient and effective on early downs, staying ahead of the sticks. They're doing a great job on early downs with the short control passing game. Kind of ties a lot back in that West Coast offense with Mike and how he used it in the past. And then, of course, they know how to really tie in shot plays down the field and really create matchups for their players. doing a really good job right now with Zeke, C.D. Lamb, Cooper and those guys really getting them involved. Schultz has really shown a big and key situation, been a very productive player. I think their offensive line this year is playing at an extremely high level. I think we all know about how talented that line's been over the course of the last decade plus, and they just keep on rolling with those guys. And it's really helped in the run game and the pass game. I think you talk about number four, I mean, obviously Dak's one of the top guys in the league, one of the most productive players. You know, he's still a threat with his legs. He's not afraid to run it, but this guy really keeps his eyes downfield. Looks to extend plays really more for the pass than anything else. I think when you talk about their offense, You know, you can go ahead and just spin a wheel. There's a weapon at every turn, so you can't go ahead and focus on one guy. You've got to play good, sound defense as a team and work hard to get them off the field, and that's easier said than done. Defensively, you can see Dan's influence right away, and this team plays fast. They play aggressive, very high effort, and they're having a lot of results with turnovers. It's a turnover-driven defense. Uh, They're having a lot of production, and that really stems from up front, the pass rush and disruption they're getting right there, and they're able to pin their ears back and really get you if they get you behind the sticks right there. You know, when you reference across the board what they're doing, you can say some of the influence from Dan, you know, schematically. But they're doing a lot of different things schematically than what they did when he was in Atlanta or his years at Seattle system right there. You know, they've got defensive backs who are very talented. The matchup very sticky on you, whether it's playing man or matchup zone. Creates a lot of problems for you with the receivers in terms of having to fight to get open. And as well, you're struggling to get open. They go ahead with the rush. It's very high stunt percentage. A lot of games up front. They know how to use the movement and get after you. That's something they do very, very well. Uh, right now they're leading the league, I believe, when they're stunning in terms of pressures on the quarterback and results. So that's something we have to be prepared for this week in terms of how they use their front. Look, in the kicking game, uh, known Bones for a long time. A lot of respect for this guy. When you talk about Bones, it's about being sound, communicating, and, you know, knowing how aggressive he's going to call it, how talented they are in the kicking game. They have a very good core. They have extremely talented specialists. talk about Anger and Zerline, these two big-leg kickers and punter who can flip the field position, who can score from far out with field goals. mean, you talk about the guys with the ball in their hand the return game, Pollard and CeeDee Lamb, obviously these are two of their top offensive players. They're looking for more opportunities to get the ball in their hand right there, and they can make explosive plays at any point. You know, On all three, ball, all three sides of the ball, we've got to come prepared. We've got to have a good week of preparation. That starts today, and we got to make sure we translate it over into 60 minutes on Sunday. That being said, I'll open up for any
0: questions.
1: Joe, has has Diggs on their back end become a player where you have to identify where he is or are they kind of playing him off to, you know, a side?
6: I think you got to know where this guy is. He's extremely aggressive. Um, he's been very productive. You don't have the results that he's had by accident. This guy's obviously really taken a step forward as a player this year, you know, learned from, you know, some things in the past, but he's very, very aggressive. He's got great ball skills. He's got great instincts on, you know, when to break on the ball, when to undercut the receiver going across the middle. You see that interception he had, you know, against the Chargers. I mean, that was, that was an outstanding play. To play from behind, catch up with this guy as he's running away from his leverage to undercut him and then lay out and make that interception, that just shows you right there in terms of the instincts, the awareness playing within the scheme, and just the playmaking ability this guy has right there.
8: Joe, so the way the offense operated in, you know, Sunday, especially the fourth quarter in overtime, is that the way you guys can function going forward where being more aggressive pushing the ball downfield?
6: Yeah, as far as our offense approach, you know, really here it's the same on all three sides of the ball. You know, whatever it's going to take to win a matchup with that opponent and whatever the flow of the game dictates, that's how we're going to have to play. Obviously, we made some plays, you know, pushing that ball down the field the other day. Uh, That was something we saw from their defense. We were able to make plays on. Dan did a good job getting the ball out to the receivers. We did a good job protecting up front to give us the time to get the ball downfield. you
8: You You obviously don't call the plays, but what is your role in kind of determining what the offense is going to be, you know, big picture and just week to week?
6: Yeah, we talk through it continuously, starting on Monday, going through Monday, Tuesday. Today we start the prep. It goes into the install of what's going in. It goes into what's being run on the field, making sure that we're sound everything we're doing, and then talking collectively in terms of what we're practicing. You, know, you always start out with more in practice and you end up within the game. you got to throw some things against the wall sometimes and say, okay, I want to make the final cut. Maybe we'll come back to that next week if it fits the scheme we're looking for right there. And then within the game, you know, control the flow of the game and how we're doing it, making sure that we're playing what we planned or as things are being done the game that we adjust accordingly.
10: you've talked about using the early part of the season to kind of figure out what you do well what your identity is right I mean to when you look at your offense now what do you what do you view as the identity in that group?
6: I think the identity group right now is I think we're doing a good job protecting up front. okay we're doing a good job getting the ball to playmakers in space let them make you know plays with their legs right now. Uh, we've been able to be productive in some elements of the run game I think it's something we got to keep on improving on. You know, in terms of the pass game, I like the way we're setting things up on early downs. We've become more efficient on some third downs right there, and we're executing better situationally. So in terms of our identity, I like the way our guys are taking what's given to them right now. We have to go out there and force plays, go out there and understand what's presented in front of us, what's the defense giving us, what matchup can we create, you know, what zone or, or man matchup works better for us. And Dan's doing a good job identifying that pre-snap and making decisions post-snap.
4: Joe, Joe, the draft, uh, how did
6: you evaluate Micah Parsons as a player, and why did you ultimately decide not to go in that direction? Well, our decisions for our team was, you know, big picture we thought was best for our team. Him as a player, he's an elite player. This guy's explosive. I think the one thing that I picked up on him, I went to the pro day up to Penn State, and you stand next to him, he's a big man. That's the one thing I told the team today. I said, you know, this guy on tape sometimes doesn't look as big as he is. But he's a big guy, and he's strong, and he's explosive. You watch this guy play, he's very athletic. He has really, really good instincts. You know, obviously they use him on the edge, some pass rush stuff, You got the green dice playing in the stack right now, makes plays in both spots right there. This is a guy that coming out, you know, looking at his college tape, he actually had a lot of production on the edge that we looked at him and talked collectively about, hey, this guy really gives you dual value, stack backer to edge backer, he can cover, he can blitz and do a lot of things. I think this guy's going to be one of the elite players in the league for a long time. Um, our decision had nothing to do with his impact as a player, we just made the best decision for the team. Joe, I know
1: you're cognizant of, you know, trust the process and, you know, this is a gradual thing.
6: But
9: this is a game against the division rival and if you win this game all of a sudden this this race, you know, looks different. A lot different than it did only a couple weeks ago.
6: Are you mindful of that? Yeah, well this race goes the entire length of seventeen weeks, so we're gonna make sure that every week we keep is taking a step forward and wanna be consistent in how we prepare and make sure we're a better team each week. That's our focus. All the big picture stuff, that'll take care of itself. Well, we can take care of how we prepare today on early downs and third downs. Tomorrow we'll show up and work about you know, early on, third down, some of the red area. That's our focus right there. We're going to keep it small and keep it focused.
1: Joe, Joe, um, Joe um, in, it. Um, um, in your experience, um, we're a young player who's not really 100% proven, let's say Daniel in this case, when he win a national award, a player of the week kind of thing, um, can that help a player, um, his psyche, his confidence, things like that, outside influences helping?
6: Yeah, I don't think we need outside confirmation to tell us what we're doing. And that's kind of, you know, as a team. When someone gets an award like that, that's a team award. You know, anytime a quarterback gets an award, that starts with the protection. That starts with the skilled players being able to make plays with the ball in their hand. You know, it starts with the defense and the kicking game, giving field position opportunities to get the ball back and make plays. And then obviously, what he's done is he's capitalized on the opportunities, and that's what we pre-solve our players. You, know, you can't force when the opportunity comes your way, but you have to handle it the right way when it does. He obviously has done that. He's put our team position to have success. I see him improving every day. In terms of just national awards, you know, improving someone's psyche, Look, man, I've seen this guy weather a lot of storms already, okay? In our short time together, I've seen him weather a lot of storms. So in terms of anything on the outside, influence him. If he's going to go ahead and have this make him you know, feel good, what's going to be when crash it crashes down the other way? This guy does a good job of just making sure he stays focused on what the task at hand is and move forward every
1: week. It, it can help. You can feel good, though, right? I mean, a player's allowed to feel good about getting something. You know? No, I mean, the human nature. I'm saying, you know, you get an award, oh, great. You know, I'm not saying it's life-changing, but it's better.
6: Can he feel good about it? Yeah, absolutely, enjoy it. Can it affect how you work, prepare, or perform this week? Absolutely not.
1: Joe, when you look at Lamb and Cooper, some teams have one really good receiver, but right. they have two. So how much of a challenge is that? And then also, like, schematically, um, what do you notice about how they're using them and what sort of challenges they post scheme-wise?
6: Well, I'd say, first off, just talking about the skill players there, you can even go, you know, beyond those two. I mean, Gallup's obviously injured right now. I don't know where he's going to be exactly this week. Um, You know, Schultz is really doing a good job, tight end position, you know, the two backs and these guys. So it's all across the board. In terms of schematically, what they're doing a really good job of right now with all their guys is they're finding creative ways within their base plays of dressing it up and getting the ball out. So every time the ball hits Dak's hand, it looks the same way. The other thing they're doing is you watch a lot of tape, there's obviously a lot of thought put into how they're using 88 Lamb. You know, whether he's in the backfield, you know, on the short yardage stuff or breaking the huddle fast, getting lined up, using him as a running back. You see him in the Tampa game, they kind of bluff that quick screen to the side and he kind of bluffs and goes. So these are obviously things they put a lot of thought into in terms of the game plan preparation of how do we get him involved, how do we create explosive plays with C.D. Lamb. And I'd say this, this guy is extremely talented, um, ball in his hand, I don't care if it's punt return, handoff, receiving, whatever it is, like this guy is a weapon every time he touches it.
8: Sure, you said that weathered a lot of storms. Can you share an example of what you consider a storm that he's
6: weathered? I'm not going to go into specific details, but like, look, this kid is pretty mentally tough. So. In terms of, you know, handling, you know, any outside influence, positive or negative, I've seen this guy already just go ahead and come in and be unfazed, unaffected, and make sure he influences the team in the right way internally.
1: Joe, when you yeah, play yeah. a team that's aggressive, especially Dallas on defense, how much can you use that against them?
6: I think every team tries to play aggressive. Um, I think there's different ways you could kinda of pose and say, What matchup can we get a certain player? How do they play? Can we find something to use them? Uh, I think it still comes back to the base fundamentals. So if you can scheme everything up to say we have to isolate this one guy and this one specific coverage or how they're going to play something, but then you got to go back to the whole, you know, soundboard of, hey, look, it's the protection up front. It's how we get the guys out. If they take that away still in that guy, what's the rest of the pattern look like? What's the rest of the run look like? Make sure. So can you try to find a way to scheme guys up? Yeah, we all do that every week. Uh, can you rely solely on that one scheme up or that one play?
1: Absolutely not.
0: So, you yeah, know, you can the, uh, high,
1: the high stunt percentage. This could be potentially, at least from what we see, that you have your entire offensive line play back-to-back weeks. Advantage for you guys to have that and not having to be moving guys around? I know you, you have confidence in all the guys, but starting the same five this week, presumably, that would be better than not
0: starting.
6: I mean, look, it's always nice to have some continuity with the guys at the game. At the guys at the game. You know, the last year we said new guys coming in every week as far as getting you know, acclimated to our systems on the same language and then trying to get them ready for a game at the same time, that's a challenge. But Wes has done a good job of that. You know, Ben did that early in the season. Skur did that early in the season as far as getting ready. You know, Jonathan Harrison coming back last few weeks getting ready. You know, I'd say in terms of just, you know, an advantage on it, the advantage is going to go to whoever performs better on Sunday. So we got to do a good job preparing for these guys and account for everything they can do. And things we've seen from other games as well that are going to show up in this game.
8: Joe, you had a,
6: you had a different speed element at receiver with Ross and with Kadarius playing as much as he did. I'm wondering if you saw on tape looking back or if you expect going forward, does that help clear the box and give Saquon more space when safeties have to be really worried about Ross and Tony going deep? Yeah, I'd say just a the general football answer to that is, yeah, if you've got speed that can take the top off, you know, they've got to decide how they want to cover you. Do they trust a guy to lock up man the entire game, the entire field? they have to have safety help over the top? Is it one safety, two safeties? You know, based on how they see you guys as a threat in the situation of it, does it help you as far as, you know, kind of lightening up the box? It can. It can. Now, some teams will just turn around and tell their corners, have a nice day, and we're going to load the box anyway. So we'll see how they approach it. Joe
0: Don,
1: Josh
6: Morrison. On Sunday night, Bill Belichick went into the box locker room to talk to Tom for like 20 minutes or something after the game. I think a lot of people view that as out of character for him. You know, what did you make? What do you make of that? I think when you know the guy, I don't think you see anything like that as out of character. So there's a lot of things you see kind of publicly, guys, and a lot of things you kind of see privately. Um, I've worked for a lot of guys who's made public perception. doesn't come off great. Um, but privately, you know them. They're some of the best human beings you ever met.
10: Anything on Sterling and, and Darius? To see them out there. You think
6: we'll see him move around a little bit today. We'll see where they're at. Um, I know both guys are kind of pushing to get back you know, as fast as they can, but we'll have to see him today. And then really Jordan, wants will have to see him tomorrow when the pace comes up a little bit in practice.
10: you expect them to be in practice in some degree in the next few days?
6: I'm optimistic, yeah. Jabril and, uh, uh, and Ward in the same thing? He's actually in the same exact thing. Uh, CJ will be out here full today. He'll be good to go. All right,
2: all right. Here we have with Joe Judging. We also got with us, man, uh, Dan. Phone you. Dan, Speed. what's going on, Dan? Speed?
0: Hey, what's up, man?
5: Peace, peace to you, guys. How
2: are you feeling about what you just heard from Joe Judd?
4: Eh, the guy is a professional talker. That's for damn sure. Is <laughs> he a professional coach. That's what we're determining. And I just hate Jordan mm. Renan,
0: man. I hate that fool.
4: Every question he asks, I punch him in the face. Yeah. Uh, can, you Dude, one of, one of, can you give us one of an example of one of the storms he's weathered? Dude, open your eyes, you Eagles fan. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yep.
3: All
5: right, Chase Montana. What you got, bro?
3: Not much, man. I like I told you, man, like I don't know for some other reason it was like wah won wah, wanna hear 'em and shit. But I mean, he ain't say nothing wrong. He just said the usual shit. That's what it is. I don't care about his motherfucking speeches to the damn press. Just get the damn team on. Did y'all um peep about the other uh, sites and sounds, the uh, um Dr. Lon shit?
2: Yo, can I tell you how disrespectful you are, bro? <laughs> can I just can I just tell you that? Hold on, Freezy. I got your back on it. And Dan C, you are absolutely right. And I'm gonna tell you exactly why Shakespeare's like it's like the teacher when we listen to Charlie Brown and everything just sounds like wah, 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 wah. It's just your tone dead right that's what it's called being tone deaf when you hear the sounds but you cannot process the words cuz you're not
5: listening but you mm-hmm. hear it
2: okay mm-hmm. you're tone deaf to the man now and it's sad that this man has only been coaching 820 games of his career in life and he's tone, you tone deaf to him that's sad <laughs> but we going to keep it moving cuz Freezy put that you know he he put his heart and soul into making sure we got a chance to hear the presser. We could have did it ourselves, but Freeze did it for us eloquently. And you will going to come on here and say, and just womp, womp. So did y'all hear Dexter Lawrence mic'd up? Like, I, yo, come on, man. Like, let, come on, brother. We not, we, that ain't what we doing. But I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Listen, No disrespect. No disrespect, mm-hmm. no disrespect, Breezy. I want you to listen to what I was listening to the whole time Joe Judge was talking. No disrespect. Just listen to this real quick.
0: That
2: that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just—I'm gonna tell you how disrespectful Shakespeare is. Cause he had to say that. He could have let it go. I let he, it go.
3: Yo, fuck that, yo.
2: That's what I was, yo, dog. He has lost I us, and this he shit,
3: lost yo. He lost us, bro. I don't care don't what, he, care say, what bro. he has
2: to say no more.
3: Give a he fuck. He lost us, bro. He, he ain't really it. fully lost me. He just lost me on that fucking rah-rah shit. Like, I heard it all before. I heard it all before.
2: So what can he say to make you listen? Did you just snap your fingers in the back, too, like you was dancing? I did. <laughs> Today is out of control. Today is out of control, B. Just get some order in the show. Freezy, take over, please. Get some order in the show. He's out of control. He's doing while he's explaining that he's not listening. No, nah, we're not doing that. All right, All right yeah. so I'll be professional enough to say this is what I took out of Joe Judge's speech to the press. The fact that he acknowledges that we're going up against a team that's going to take everything that we got to win. That's what he said. He said it's going to take everything that we have to win. That's what he said. So I'm okay with him saying that. That's it. The rest of what he said, I was watching Kadarius Tony, Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley, and John Ross. That's what I was doing. Yeah, enough yeah. talk. Enough talk uh, from Joe Judge. You know what I'm saying? Like it's time to put it on the field, and uh, finally, you know, we were able to get one. We need two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. nine, nine, nine. So uh, I'm you on the want, want. You know what I'm saying? That's why you know I chuckle about it because you know it's, he's going to eloquently break down our opponent. He's going to do that very, very well. I like that. That's pretty cool, right? But um, other than that. You, you know, you don't really have much to say about what the first three fitness to do. But, you know, we, we're about to play some fundamentals and shit like that. Shit like that. That's it. You know what I mean? It's nothing really uh, – I don't, I don't really get much from them as far
5: as uh, what's happening with the roster.
2: Now, as far as the injuries are concerned, I mean, you get
5: what you get. They report what they want to report. You know what I mean? They're really, really like the government. Like They're really secretive. Right? And I guess every NFL team is to a degree. I okay. guess. I'm not really watching. But uh, ultimately, fuck that bullshit.
2: Who's going to be guarding? Amari, or who's going to be guarding my son? Because my son is going to be all over the place. We can have it, and I'm starting to
5: measure it.
2: Put a
3: story too. on your boy.
5: I think that's what's going to happen, man.
2: Match-up wives, that's the only matchup that counts. So, Amari, uh, we've big who's going to, who's Jackson. Going to be on because I feel like blake Jawin, i hate that name i just hate the name <laughs> I, I hate it
3: too
2: um and um I, hate I feel short, like they're gonna be like, yeah, they yeah. Both, i was about to though. say i feel like them sh- the schultz boys and the, the blake Jawin kid i feel like they're gonna be a problem you know what i'm saying like i don't
3: even like that. i'm not really worried
2: about the wide receivers i just hate these guys because that for some reason i think they in the middle of the field they're gonna be tearing us up and here it is Touchdown by Blake Jarwin. What is you talking about? Right. I don't want to hear that. Oh shit. Okay. So, um, what, what do y'all feel about this here? Do you, do you guys fear the middle of, of the field when it comes to those tight ends and
5: some? Uh, my son gonna be in the slot.
3: I, I, to me, honestly, I don't. I'm not afraid of it. Uh, I'm not afraid of the tight ends, and I would be more. Threatened by the tight ends, if Blake Martinez is out there, I feel with take crowd out there. He can cover these tight ends, so mm. I'm good.
0: I'm good. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now, now man, it's the boys that run and shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's just hit the hit wrong team to be a little soft up the middle and shit with. You can't be so far in the middle with Dallas, though. They'll expose you. Yeah.
2: So we're going to need your big cat. I don't know what's going on with you, boy.
3: Reggie Ragland, We need you, bruh. Hit somebody like you in Alabama.
2: Can I make sure you I say this? Pretty, some pretty good games,
0: man. Make, Can I make sure tonight. I say this?
2: Mm-hmm. To Shakes?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> you see what you just said about Take Crowder,
0: mm-hmm. my son.
2: That he could cover.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He cannot be pulled. Listen to me. This is for you, so you can watch. it. He cannot be pulled past twenty yards vertically. He can be pulled twenty yards vertical, horizontal, vertical, horizontal, because he's covering, right? But shooting somebody up the field vertically he cannot be pulled that far down the field because it opens up underneath. And let me tell you something. The worst thing Patrick Graham can do is play zone versus a running game like this and C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper. This is the worst time in the history of the NFL with our two teams meeting if Patrick Graham plays zone defense. Dak Prescott will eat, live, eat, get full again, regurgitate, share with his friends whatever he had, and go to sleep feeling real good Sunday night. You cannot do that with this team. That running game and that passing game is damn near number one in the NFL. You cannot do that. You have to get physical. You've got to out-physical Dallas at the line of scrimmage. I don't know what's going on with that. I'm not even going to get into that. But you have to out-physical them on the second level. You have to shut them down on that second level and force Dak Prescott to throw the ball places he doesn't want to go. And so far, ain't nobody do that to him coming into this fifth week. So this is going to be a real test for the defense, and you either going to hate Patrick Graham for the rest of your life or you gonna love him for adjusting? That was for you, shakes.
3: To me, I think I'm not. I think we're gonna do good coverage-wise. It's stuff in the run that I'm worried about. Coverage-wise, I think, and another probably addition by subtraction back there because Jabril has been exposed in coverage this season. Um, dude put that double move on him. Who did that to, um, to get that touchdown, right? It was a touchdown. Yeah, Ju- um, Juwan Johnson. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And put that move on him. And, you know, I think he's a, he's been susceptible in coverage. So, you know, if he's not going, even if he does go, I think he'll be more in a limited basis. And I think we'll be using more McKinney, more of Julian Love and that's good for the coverage. Mm. So to me, uh I I feel like the coverage is going to be um fine. Um it's just stopping Zeke, stopping Pollard. I think that's going to be the problem.
2: <clears throat> yeah, you might as well just uh it's just
3: the
5: physical. That's
2: physical, man. That's front is physical. Um right. These boys how to run behind it. And it, it's like they got a good they got a good one two points going on too, right? So and all of that, they need all of that to open up everything else down the field. And then, you know, if that feels like you want to, you know, jog a little bit, you can run around, score. But here's the thing, man. I don't think we're going to stop the run, but we damn sure better buckle that shit up. I'm going to tell you this, Freeze. I'm just going to go off what's real. Mm-hmm. now Leonard Williams mm-hmm. is banged up. Who can we actually mm-hmm. say, okay, th- we got him, though, that'll help us get a little pass rush. The only person that has consistently been getting to the quarterback is Aziz ojalari Let's keep this real today because it's important that we do that. Dak Prescott, if he has as much time as Jameis Winston as Heineke and Bridgewater to throw that route, We in trouble, brother. Let's be real here. Bradbury and Dory Jackson is not holding those route-running speedy, big, physical wide receivers for that long. Let's get that out there. And this is where you guys, the Jarwins and the Schultzes, break free and get into small spaces in the zone And guess what? We cannot do that, man. The truth of the matter is we have to move Dak Prescott, not let him move on his own and set his feet because we didn't lose a game like that before. Cole Beasley, back of the end zone, all right? We need to shape something, man. He's going to have to bring pressure this game and we're going to have to be able to pick it up on the back end and cover long enough where we disturb
3: him. <clears throat>
2: Let's not um, act like we don't know what's up.
3: First of all, I I believe Big Cat will be playing um Sunday, so I don't think that's going to be a problem. But um even with that, I don't believe that that's where it's going to, the pressure is going to come from. Um, I, I believe Big K is gonna have a good game and I believe he will probably even have a sack in his game if he does play. But the pressure is gonna be coming from Aziz as you mentioned. The pressure is gonna be coming from Zoe. We need Zoe to have a, a big game pressure and, and all over the field wise. Um the and and we need O'Shane Exemions. We need him to please step up. Where where are you? We haven't seen you this year. Please step up. So if those guys can come through with the with the pressure, which I believe they will, um, in this game, I think we're gonna be alright. We'll be all right. It's just, again, to me, it's gonna be like running the ball, and that shit can drain a whole defense. And having them out there for so long and all that shit, like it's that shit is not good, bro. That just not good. So, that's a that's a concern for me. Let me ask you a
2: question, Shakes, real quick. What's your winning formula when it comes to a team?
3: Running the ball and defense.
2: They got both of those.
3: Well, I think that defense has been stepping up, and the defense has been um, more more doggish, you know what I'm saying? But more, they got that dog in them right now. Like, they got that swag. You know they I mean? that's one Yeah, exactly. And especially when your offense is doing what it's doing, I mean, you don't need to do much. And the little shit that you do do is magnified because that's all you have to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I'm not afraid of this defense. Um I believe we're going to have success against it. And, um, but, um, again, we're going to be, we're going to have to, we're going to have trouble stopping them, man. We're going to have trouble stopping them because we, it's going to be one thing, you know, to try to lock these receivers down, which I don't believe they, either one of them is going to have a hundred yards on it. Um, Cooper or Lamb is going to have a hundred on it. But, they going to catch important catches, you know what I'm saying, first downs, and, you know what I mean, um, they're going to be running the motherfucking ball and, and draining that fucking clock, and it's just going it, to seem like a forever marathon, and we ain't even going to be able to get on the field. That's not good, bro. Got, we, we need some stops up the middle, man. I'm going
2: to tell you right now again, just as Jason Garrett was in sync with Daniel Jones in play calling and our players played above the X's and O's, this game Patrick Graham is going to have to do that. He cannot play bend but don't break because bending is breaking against this team because they're going to gouge us with the run. They're going to gouge us with the run. It is no reason to sit here and act like that offensive line is still not potent. It's still top five, dead or alive. Let's not act like that. We're going to have to put a hat on a hat, as they say, and we're going to have to clog those lanes. Patrick Graham is going to have to clog those lanes. Send Logan Ryan. Send McKinney. Send whoever. Send Paige. Send whoever you need to get up in that lane and clog them lanes, because let's not act like Dak Prescott won't use his legs. That's another thing. Don't don't sit here and act like that man will not run 10, 15 yards in a stretch or get out of the pocket and throw on the run, which he's yeah. so accurate at doing now.
3: Paps What's that linebacker we got from Pittsburgh? Why are we not using
2: him? I don't know. Um, I forgot his name. I forgot his name. Oh, man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Justin Hilliard.
3: Thank you, there you go, Justin Hilliard okay. No, we need to use Justin Hilliard more in this game
2: I don't see why not You know he's going to be thirst You know that, that's who you put in the game like this The thirst He's either going to do one of two things He's going to be on everything Or he's going to be over pursuing There's only two things he's going to do this game So mm-hmm. we need this. Hard working Justin
0: yeah, hard work Justin justice. Just yeah.
2: That that we need we need some thirst. We need somebody vampire,
0: because Reggie yep.
2: Ragland ain't running up in them gaps. He 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 playing instinctually and keeping things in front of him, but he ain't going right. up in them gaps because his speed is not there. Right, right. You feel me? So we gonna need them gaps to be clogged because Pilot is a make you miss, stretch the field, burn you up. And Ezekiel Elliott is power and zone, and you're not just tackling him off the whim like that. Let's not act like that. So, come on, man. We're going to have to get physical, brother. The name of this game for us on defense is physical. The name of the game for us Mm -hmm. on offense is execution. Mm -hmm. This game is going to be called physical execution,
0: P-E. All <clears> right. <throat> mm-hmm.
2: like yeah, I mean, you know, when I'm looking at they BBs, they BBs is cool. You know, my son over there leading the pack with all of that, whatever, whatever.
3: He's leading that pack, huh?
2: You're leading the pack, man. Um, yeah, getting busy. I think I think we got them. They're kind of smaller though. You know, what I mean, they're kind of on the smaller
0: side.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: They're kind of tiny. So I think we can get him.
3: We're going to bully him, bro. We're going to Ross going to get a touchdown on this one. calling it again. Ross. We're
2: going to have to call his number, and he's going to have to stretch that field. And let me tell you, all man,
3: he's going to be a demon ball,
2: type though, but of game. I think he's going to score, though. Yeah, I, these are the games where Evan Ingram can be a demon for us. These yeah. are the type of games that Evan Engle could be a demon for us, man. Yeah. If he just, if he just yeah. catch the ball and not run them plays, and Jason Guerin does not put him in the back of the line of scrimmage, like just mm-hmm. don't put him back there. You don't need to put him back there. He's right. tired of waiting. Everything should be Evan forward. Day now. Hmm? Come on. Even though you I shouldn't be here at the end up. of this year, want, just have a couple want, of games. And any of that, give a dang, you know, you know us, you know, no he- headaches or heartaches. And let's be real, Daniel Jones only really has one interception. I know they got him on the books for
5: two, but he only really got one. Um, so, chill, chill with the evidence. Where
2: did that
3: other interception come from? I can't, I can't, I don't I can't know,
2: remember man. it either, but I saw it up there. I remember like, oh,
3: That was his first interception, bro. Mm. I swear to you it is. I look at him on the fantasy joint, bro. Which he is one of the top quarterbacks in fucking fantasy. he like seven or something like he's that? He's like
2: six too. or
3: seven right
0: now. Yep, he's
3: seven. Yeah, he's Seven. seven. But, um, yeah. he right above um Sam Donald but um yeah, mm-hmm. but see this what I'm saying. He had a fumble in week one, that was it. He didn't have an interception or a fumble against Washington, he didn't have an interception or a fumble against Atlanta, and he had an interception against New Orleans. That was his first all right, pick,
0: all right, all right, man. see.
3: see. And that shit only even supposed to count because I was some fucking that was the hell married. That should have just wiped it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I,
0: I I don't understand what
2: they're talking about. And why they ain't not give my man the, the the damn touchdown? I
3: thought they gave him the touchdown. Should I have had three
2: touchdowns, maybe that's just in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, they, they gave it to him. They just gotta correct it all over whatever data, oh, all, right. all over all their right. database. Mm-hmm. They gave
3: it to 'em. But that's some crazy shit. Like how would you do that now? Like then like in fantasy and shit like what if uh, a person was down by like five points, now you won it and shit, like I don't know how they do that right, but anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all feel me? Like, uh, that's that's weird. That's so but um, yeah. shout out to Dung, man. Like I said, and they ain't been turning the ball over like that. Was making me happy, man. One
0: interception, um, man. One, one p-
3: interception, one fumble. You know what I mean? Like that. You tell me, I mean, I do four games. That's what that's what he gave me. I take that, yeah, I'll take it. and that's what you had told me in the beginning of season. I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have believed
0: you. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you, but all right.
2: You know why he hasn't? You know why he hasn't thrown interceptions? Because he doesn't throw a high ball. Pause. He doesn't throw a high pass. He don't make them receivers get off their feet or have to reach over or reach around. He throws the ball to them in stride or away from. You know what I mean? A, a corner, a cornerback. A he throws them where either they're not gonna get it or it's just gonna look nasty.
3: And and you know, the the main thing that got me uh, turning my cheek on it and saying, oh, Dan Jones is definitely. Me. He turned the corner. Like, this third year is definitely, he's comfortable. And it's the decision making in the pocket. Two, you know what I mean? These first two seasons, he's looking jittery in there. You know what I mean? He's not making the right decision. He's not, you know what I mean? Making no calls out there, reading the defense, none of that shit. This year, he's lining motherfuckers up. He's yelling out shit. You know what I mean? He's reading these defenses And then when he throws the ball He knows where he's going He's confident and comfortable In where he's going With the ball He knows the reads The progress And it goes a lot to what Black Freeze was saying Second year In the fucking set In the offense and shit He's more confident And more comfortable In it
0: mm-hmm. Hell, You can tell That man is a two point
3: conversion can we talk
2: about that?
5: Yeah, we're gonna talk about that offensive line
2: like, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a two point conversion, man, by the way. Like oh, what makes me confident about two, okay. on fourth downs. No no no, I'm talking about him. Like when we go okay. for two, he's normally the number that they call for two point conversions. He hardly ever throws the ball in the end zone for two point conversion. Yeah, you know this is all happening to respect, it, until they respect yeah. his legs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To respect that 4.5. You know. Yeah. So I'm he, watching the game as, the we, seat as seat. I'm watching the game as we um talk. Yo, I I signed up for the what's the name too? I was an like, oh, oh. I'm about to start getting into that too. But here's the thing. Wait, wait, wait! Would you sign up? I want. I, I, we'll get into it. I, I want to get into the swag in the pocket. Did you see
5: a little more swag in the pocket this
2: Yeah, C- control, command. Control a little
5: more swag. And, and have yeah, a little swag. Right. And, and mm-hmm. also that
2: running game. He did, I know he didn't mm-hmm. have 100 yards, but he ran for the yards that counted the most, which was first down. I bet you his first down mm-hmm. to yardage ratio was probably the top in the NFL this week. Every run Saquon mm-hmm. had, it was a first down.
3: He, he ran for four yards a pop, and a lot of times they handed it off to him on that first down, like I've been saying, he was getting five. He was seven. You know what I mean? And it made second down more manageable. That's what I was mm-hmm. fucking saying for three weeks, man.
2: And, and, and listen, finally we saw something we hardly been seeing. Screens. The bubble screams. He he ran three screen passes. And guess what? Perfecto. Perfecto.
3: 12 you, can yards tell, on one. you can tell, man. You can
2: tell
3: that I had to tell him something yeah. or say something to him. Because that first game, he wasn't even looking at that screen. And it was open for him a lot of times. And I was yelling like, oh, it's
0: C-Corn! Hit
3: him! Right? But he didn't do it. But you can tell. I the second is more, more in that Atlanta game than anything. And I think it's more of a comfortability on Saquon's behalf as well, too. But, um, yeah, like you can tell, like he's looking for it. like, okay, I mean, my first week, my second, okay, let me just dump it to Saquon. You know what I'm saying? Boom. And that's all you got to do, man. Make it easier for yourself.
2: Exact. And listen, that's what you do with Kadarius Tony. You look for him in the open field, get him in some space, dump it off to him, let him go to work. That's it. Go to work, son. Cause we saw what he could do. Cause that plan they remember, Chase, they was going for a punt. Jason Garrett was throwing that ball away to punt that ball. He had other plans. I'm gonna get the ball and
3: I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, I'm watching it, and you know, I watched the game four times. I, I guess I ain't watched as much as you, but four times I done watched that motherfucker. And I'm telling you, bro, I'm watching, like, how he moving. It's like these tacklers, they, they can't even get him, bro. Like, I said, like a cat, boy. But, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, oh, my God. Like, he's just so slippery. He's like, what the fuck? He's just moving. Oh. Yep. oh, like a joystick, bro. He's like, oh, shit. Like, what the fuck? Can't get him, bro. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this shit going to be dangerous, bro. This shit clicks. Oh, my gosh, it's going to be dangerous.
2: Yo, can you imagine? Listen to this formation, right? Check this out. Four wide receiver set. Galladay on a go route. Shep on an out route. Tony on on a seam route. And who got who you guys want to put over there? We could put Slayton over there just because we talking about him, right? We just talking. We could put Slayton on a curl route. Who can guard that? Go route seam route out route curl route. Who can guard that? I don't care what zone you play, bro. You got to bring that safety over to Galladay one on one. I don't care what too high you play. Once Sterling Shepard goes on the out route, you got to bring either a linebacker over to spy or scheme or just to look to try to keep his eyes on Daniel Jones from going up the field too far. And then you got the most elusive college player in the NFL and on our team. Let's talk about it, okay? He's the most elusive player on our team, right? In the middle of the field, nine yards, in his own coverage with the next wide receiver three yards in front of him going towards the sideline yo I, I don't understand man I, they, they could never let me call a play like if they say yo listen we just want one fan to get his playbook in here and just call one play for a game that's where I'm going I could, yo man I'm telling you this kid can't be touched man I'm watching this kid right now I'm looking at Galladay get his confidence up you know what I'm saying Letting these wide these these cornerbacks know, y'all little boys to me,
4: as he should,
2: right? And I'm and I'm mad at the fact that only Evan Ingram should just be a bigger Galladay. That's all he's supposed to be. Is a bigger Galladay. Penny Galladay don't weigh nowhere near as much as Evan Ingram, and he's plastering cornerbacks on their face. I watched him throw with Marshawn Lattimore on his neck just now while I was talking to y'all.
3: I ain't mm-hmm. know he's so big and strong pause. You know what I mean? I ain't know he's huh? so big and strong like that. Yeah. He bouncing off the fuck. About. He's like, bro, y'all can't. You know what I mean? Y'all yeah. little boys. You know, that- Y'all little boys. Exactly,
2: bro. Y'all little boys to me. That's exactly what he was doing. Y'all are little boys to me. I'm out here 6'3". You know what I'm saying? 215, 220, but I'm strong. Antoine
0: Fisher.
2: Come on. You trying to tell me at 6'4", 235? With the same speed, you can't do that?
3: Bro.
2: And that pass,
3: by the way. That shit was that looking pass
2: like was Boy, It was so, like Aaron Bolden out there. I'm
3: like, hold up. Wait a Can minute. Can we talk about that pass, though? I thought he was just a uh, little handsy receiver. I ain't know he was that physical. Uh-uh.
2: Right? Yo, look how Did you see how he looked over John Ross when he ran to the end zone to congratulate him for the touchdown? You saw what John yeah. Ross was
3: at? Yeah. Man, John Ross
2: look like me and shit, bro. Y'all
3: seen him in the post-interview? Oh, yeah. My, what is little boy? That's Ross? <laughs> what, what, is,
2: what is John Ross? He what, five? He what, six feet? 5'11"? 5'11". 5'11". Oh, he looked mad small compared one, two, to one,
3: two, like Paul yeah, Banks and um Because his no. frame his
2: frame is little.
3: And it cross, yeah. Up for his frame, little. He look mad. Mom, I was like, Yo, what the fuck? I was like, like that's
2: yo. a John Jackson. Like that's this a John Jackson looks- frame.
3: How you small oh. like that? I, yo, this motherfucker
2: look like he was me. Yeah, shit. I'm looking at Jabril Preppers get his lunch ate by the uh, Jawan Johnson.
3: Yo, I'm telling you, he put a move on yo. <laughs> he put a move on him. He put a move on him. That move was leaked you know, I ain't going lie That move was
2: leaked he, he a big kid too Jawan Johnson is a big kid man yeah.
3: That move was leaked oh, God damn Cause I mean you know When you're saying it live You're like oh man You, Of course you like Who was that you know what I'm saying. You like, damn, stubborn, you know what I'm but like when I'm you, you watch over now. again and shit, you're like, you like, damn, man, this <laughs> he got
0: a booze, bro. <laughs> you know what's crazy?
2: You know what I think about? Right? I know, Jay. I know. I know Daniel Jones just threw it up because it was a hail mary. But if he would have put a little bit more arm into it. Kyle,
3: Girl, Rudolph you the
2: Kyle Rudolph was right there in the back of the end zone and back of all of them, bro. I was just looking at that joint right now.
3: Uh, yeah, he just yeah. flung it. That's what's so crazy is yeah. like he... Yeah, you know I mean that was just off the flame, though. You feel I me? Mean? Like I'm like, damn, he right. got an arm. <laughs> that was just off the flame, like Now if he would have brought it down, like like Eli, Eli throws the hell, man, he brings it down all the way yeah, down, and or, he, you know what I mean, throw it all the way, you know, what I mean, as far as he can. Yeah, you
2: know what I'm saying? or or Aaron Rodgers, them joints that Aaron Rodgers be throwing up.
3: Right. It's the art. Yeah. It's the art. Yeah, he, yeah kept it, he
2: kept it low. I'm looking at it right yeah, now. Yeah, he, he did. He, did he, that. he yeah. just flung it, bro, and
3: then look how far it went. You're like, what the
2: right. fuck? it didn't even go to the second level of the crowd. You know, the second level seats is just right there right, at the right, first right, level. Right. I'm looking yep. at it just over the yeah, first level of the crowd. Yeah,
3: he just flung that bitch, bro. Yeah, he, he just, just flung that. bitch, bro. And that shit went like, what, 40, 50 yards? 40, yeah,
2: yeah. 50 yards. He threw that joint from, like, the 57. Yeah, Looking crazy. at it right now, yo, he is abusing Marshawn Lattimore. What?
3: Now, they was picking on the, um, the Adobo kid, bro. Adobo yes, kid. Yeah, they sure yo. have. They was fucking him up. They was he, doing he him was like... He was exactly what he was... He
2: shit. was exactly what he was supposed to be, seasoning. <laughs> Played on him
3: like (laughs) (laughs) Ro-Ro. I tell you what, that play
2: call, we got away with one. I'm watching it right now with Marshawn Lattimore taking the inside off uh, Kyle Rudolph. We got away with one right there. And last thing
0: I'm going to say, and I'm going to get up out of
3: here. But, um. Kenny I would get on my nerves, bro. And if we wouldn't miss that motherfucking last field goal because he want to play games and shit. Because he fucked up nose Street. He was fourth or something on the list. About to pass motherfuckers. He like,
0: oh, yeah,
3: he's on the streak and he's on a good one and shit. Janks, my boy, then he miss it. <laughs> Alright, then my boy makes another one, you know what I mean? He makes it to um give us ten points. You know, to get at ten. And then like at the end of the fucking game, to tie the damn game, he gonna say. Um um Elmer was like, because yeah, you jinxed him the first time and He like, Yeah, well, he's on a he, he's on a streak a, another streak, he made just he just made one. He like, Oh, you jinxed him again, Kenny, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> bro, Ridiculous I swear words. we would have missed that field goal, bro. I swear I would have hunted Kenny Albert down, bro. You was not gonna be safe, bro. Like I'm telling you, I was going to hunt that man down. Like, why would he do this? Why would he do this to me? We need a victory so bad, that you want to play games like this? Come on, man. Mm, the yeah. mm, mm. Dory. Fuck Kenny Albert.
2: Kamara running them over. Taysom Hill running them over. What's going on? Man? Oh, fuck. Hey, oh, it
3: was That boy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Roro,
3: it's too. That
2: boy. Roro, Roro. I seen Roro make a business decision in the back of the end zone. Soon as he ran Dory over, Roro ooh, was in the ooh, back ooh. of the end zone like, I'm chilling. I don't
3: want no, part. we got I don't no parts. We don't
2: want no parts. I just got here. I
3: just
2: got here. I just got here. You know, you arrive at somebody's house, and when they actually you if want something to well, eat, the first thing you do—no, I'm okay. But then, like you, you there for about an hour. You like, you know what? I'll take a plate.
3: Bro, bro, was like, yo, I just got here. I just mm-hmm. got here, bro. Hey. Right. Ew. Don't do that this to great me, play man. It's
2: About right. these, bro, on um, Taysom Hill on that fourth and one. That was a great play by Aziz, man. Looking at it now. And Boyd did his thing off the kickoff return when he flipped the field for us, man. Right on the kickoff return. Gave us 30 yards off that. Are
3: you talking about
2: Boyd? Mm-hmm. And then the play right after that on first and ten, Barkley destroyed Lattimore and Adobo. That's what got them hype. When he ran all the way back to Daniel Jones, and then Daniel Jones ran mm-hmm. in for the two-point conversion to make it an 18-21 mm-hmm. game. I'm looking at it right now. They are going. But yo, and shout-outs to Matt Skurra. We didn't have to call his name the whole game. Not one time did we be like, damn, Skurra.
5: And the business.
2: What you scared of, Skurra? Yep.
3: Yep. Yep. Those, I knew it, bro. I knew it. I'm like, alright, we alright, man. Cause yeah you know I mean, that's and boy, you know what I'm saying? He gonna fill in for his boy. He gonna be alright. I think we're gonna get Brethren back. <laughs> we'll get Brethren back this week.
2: Yeah, they say he might yeah, be be back. Back. Yo, you crazy is I'm looking yeah. at the technique that um Kadarius Tony uses right after he catches the ball yo he holds the ball so low that when they try to tackle him up high he's able to switch his feet and move around he holds the ball like in the center around his stomach in his waist area he doesn't hold it up high and when he catches the ball because that's how he's comfortable with moving I'm looking at it
3: but you know what though Saquon does the same thing I, I want to okay. also Give a special shout out Because he's not getting a lot of praise He's not getting a lot of recognition Right now which And he should Because he got a lot of criticism Especially last season And going into this In this off season Will Hernandez Has been playing the best football Of his career so far and ain't nobody mentioning it. And I hope that me mentioning it don't jinx him and fuck him up now because he is having a fucking awesome fucking season right now.
2: Are you forgetting about games one and two?
3: Must be. Because you
2: just want to go to three, four. Man, I'm talking I must be forgetting about games one about and Will Hernandez
3: two. all season long.
2: Yeah, you must have forgot. That's all right, though. Yeah, he was a guy. Right. Was guy. guy. You know what? I ain't going to take nothing you know, yeah, we, from him. We we could talk about the it last two games. You know what I'm saying? But, he, you know, oh, I think the last I wasn't two games, was in the session. He was so mad. Because he was definitely the blame. He was the blame. Oh, oh, and then oh, play. him and oh, Solder was giving it up against the Broncos. What?
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, well Broncos mm-hmm. uh, the Broncos
3: been doing. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean? Like but as far as the season, I have not been saying, Oh damn, well you know what I mean, oh shit, yeah you know I mean I I have not been noticing him. Now gotcha. the defensive players making the plays on his on his side, okay fine. They're good defensive players, they're gonna make the plays. But, you know what I'm saying? For him as far as me saying, Oh, that was a mistake or damn bad angle on that or damn this motherfucker on his goddamn back and shit like I have not seen that. I have not said nothing about Will Hernandez. I damn near forget he's out there right now. It's like, Oh damn, he's still out there So shout out to Will Hernandez on my behalf and y'all can go ahead and have your own assumption, but on my behalf, on my eyes I haven't seen no wrongs, so shout
2: out to him for having a great season so far. So I'm going to say this. Shout-outs to Will Hernandez for not dying after the first two games and being alive the last two games to show that you are actually a player in this league, and that's that. Shout-out for not dying.
5: Yo, shout out to my son, man. you going to be all right tonight. Nice. Moving you all over to the right guard and shit. you going to be all right.
2: I'm going to tell you what, though. Whoever got Montgomery, I know you're hurting right now. Who's Montgomery? Five weeks. David Montgomery from Chicago. Oh. Running mm-hmm. oh, back. I mentioned it yesterday. Yeah. Five weeks. Who they, who they done picked up? They had to pick somebody up. Go get somebody from Baltimore. They got everybody. Cohen is hurt too, so the Damian Williams kid is going to get to start. Fantasy What's nugget. It? Fantasy uh, nugget. Uh, fantasy nugget. I saw him. I saw him up there. Look, somebody going to get him now. Let me go get him. Go get
3: girly. Okay. Go get girly okay. checked okay. out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember. Mean, I remember that. I remember that you had girl doing your roster like somebody about to get girl. I remember yeah, that. Hey, yo, oh, you going it's right. Ain't no way.
0: Right? Yeah, boy, it was you.
3: Boy was
2: like, nah, we good. Yo, might as well sign Adrian Peterson. Get a veteran running back in there to help you out. That know what he's doing. Keep himself in shape. Never gonna let himself come out of thinking he' not ready to play some football. Shout outs to college football yeah. players getting paid this season, too, yeah. man. Let's
3: talk about it. There's That's back. my fucking Alex. I... Get... What's that?
2: Shout outs to college football players getting paid this season, B. You know what yeah,
3: They
2: playing like yeah, this, man. Yeah, they getting paid,
3: bro. They playing They're like are like... Hey, get they, they getting
2: some money. Man, give Reggie Bush back his husband, man. Now y'all want to make it legal? It's okay,
3: man. It's only right, though. Facts. But um, yeah, like they need to, man. Like, shit, man, should be making college football more interesting. Cause I swear to God, man, I'm all in it. Like, dang, this, this young boy is going on. It may not be, no like, not a lot of talent as far as, like, seniors and juniors that I'm saying. It's the sophomores right. and freshmen, bro, that I'm like, oh, right. my God. That you going to have God, to wait like
2: two years. The
3: culture <laughs> is going to be crazy. You
2: know? All right, brothers. Y'all ready to shut it down?
5: Yeah, man, now home? Let's do it. it yeah, up. I'm sure. So-
0: we just
2: know what it is that we got to win. We didn't have debates against each other. We just had debates against life and all of them prognosticated. Shout out again to our quarterback for offensive player of the week. That is a serious accomplishment from which you were coming from and what you were spoken about at this time last season. Keep stepping, keep walking, keep humbling, keep winning. Daniel
5: Dimes All right Appreciate everybody For calling in man Um Big Luke Here we go Put a nacho, nacho in the box of cheese For a second He was on there For a second Shout out to either chose one Definitely shout
2: out To brother Shakespeare Montana All right Without any further ado man You know Not
0: unless you got Something else to say man Shake, Take Take it to the crib
3: Yeah, for oh, Well If you would have told me that in fantasy, Daniel Jones would be over Josh Allen in points four weeks in, I would have said, you is out your motherfucking mind. But that's actual factuals. 192, Josh Allen 189. Okay? Daniel Jones has been having an awesome fucking season. I hope Mm -hmm. you keep it up. Man, like we always say around this time, we don't expect y'all agree with us, but we damn sure expect y'all understand. Understand? So don't get shook up. We keep shit live. It's the Shakedown reppin' New York Giants on that drive for five. And we out of there. Takes away Black Freezy.
5: You just been shook by the Shakedown crew and we the out of here.
3: Man, that's crazy. I one result? and the right. eight four, you four touchdowns, Listen. one interception.
2: But you've been blowing
3: teams. round.
2: You ain't gotta throw the ball. Two touchdowns.
3: You ain't gotta throw the ball round. <laughs> <sighs> Boy out there with the Mahomes in them, bro. He up there with the Mahomes and the Murrays Don't do that, Don't do that bro Don't do that. Don't He up do there that. with the Mahomes do and the Murrays
2: Don't do that bro
3: You well, know I'll, what. I'll give out the numbers tomorrow Don't let me do
2: it No I'm I'm, I'm just saying
3: Just saying I'm just saying yeah, what I'm saying I'm just saying Buffalo has been blowing teams y'all. out bro
2: That's all I'm saying So he ain't gotta throw the ball Cause
3: he's been blowing teams just out Just telling you what I'm, saying, what I'm saying What I'm saying What I'm telling you
2: <laughs> but I would like for you to be mentioned after 17 games by Shake Montana, with them same name in that same breath, with that same excitement, because that lets me know. Yo, think about it, Shake. Yo, oh, it'll bro. be a dream come true with that if, he a, if he is the if he is our franchise quarterback.
3: Over Burrow, over Aaron Rodgers,
2: ten draft picks. Ten draft picks. Ten draft picks with Daniel Jones solidified with gorillas. <laughs> what? Yo. Ten draft picks with him solidify with gorillas.
3: Tomorrow starts we can week use five. The oh,
2: my God. We can get the best pass rusher. The, the
3: tomorrow.
2: offensive lineman. On to Thursday.
3: 6, 7 p.m. Eastern Time Y'all join us I to talk about week 5,
0: motherfucker.
2: Alright, we really gotta go <laughs> Are you telling people we out of here 9 minutes ago? <laughs> we really gotta go We
5: out of here Hmm. yeah, I hey.